number 223671. Lalo, if you were Santa... Which I'm not. And you have great wisdom... Which I do. What Christmas gift would you put in your sack this year? How about a coffee maker, wireless headphones, a Fitbit watch, a supersonic hairdryer, retro toaster and an electric bike? You're going to need a bigger sack. There's hundreds more. And where would you find all these gifts? At Bing Lee. Check out our Bing Lee Christmas gift guide. Now available in store and online. Bing Lee, better living every day. Foreign-owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products. Support our call for Fair Play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fair Play Coalition Proprietary Limited, Melbourne. January 2023 will see that Samworth Harness Racing Club states the 39th running of its signature multi-quip golden guitar series. Ten days of exciting pacing action culminates in the Carnival of Cups meet on Friday, January 20 at Samworth Harness Racing Club's Golden Guitar Paceway. Golf is hard. Oh no! Not the water! But at Drummond Golf, we make finding the perfect Christmas gift easy with gifts for every budget. Like Strix and AD333 golf balls, 12 pack just $24.95. Cougar Triwheel Buggy now $179. And Tour Edge 12 piece steel package just $999. Shop online or in store at Drummond Golf, where Christmas gifting's made easy. Tab has harness offers on tap this Inter Dominion. <laughs> Races 1 to 4 at Inter Dominion Finals Night at Tabcourt Park, Melton. Place a fixed odds win bet, and if your horse runs second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back this Saturday for Inter Dom Finals Night. For racing on tap, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1 800 858 858. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tab. For racing on tap, download the Tab app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1 800 858 858. Might just remind you of the text line number here. We'll have a chat with Michael Max with his preview um, coming up right now for, for Eagle Farm. But um, yeah, just uh, we, we mentioned earlier that. Uh, uh, takeover target won uh, a razor sharp and he also won that Villiers and a few people on the text line um, <laughs> saying yeah Chris Waller train honour in war and uh, when he walked out of the stewards room when it was uh, upheld the crowd were going off because it was uh, when takeover target was um, uh, at his at his height and had done what he'd done and Chris walked out of the stewards room and said I know it's not a popular decision but we did not shoot Bambi and that was when Honour and War um, protested successfully against Takeover Target who was um, at that point um, you know he'd done it all he was a an amazing horse. Uh, behind the gates, Maldi after 10 o'clock, and we'll talk about that again soon. You know the text number, and we'll remind you in a little while. But this is a great Eagle Farm program today. It is a beauty. Nine races, stakes races right across the board. He's done the form. I'm sure he's keen to get stuck in. Michael Maxworthy. Michael, good morning. Yeah. That brings back horrible memories for me. <laughs> um, wrong. That protest should have been dismissed. Oh, you've got to let these things go, Michael. No, no, but 10 years, maybe a little bit longer, but no. <laughs> Gee, you no. don't hold a grudge much? Wrong, <laughs> wrong. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's history. <laughs> oh, you, you had to give uh, one yeah, war a chance. <laughs> oh, look, I, don't, I just remember at the time watching the play and I thought, how could they possibly take this, this off this horse? But um, they did, and it's you know, it's just, it's one the way one interprets the race, and we've had a lot of controversial protest decisions over the years. But yeah, my opinion, if I was on the panel that day, I would have said uh, dismissed. <laughs>
Okay. Okay. Well, you weren't, and it was yeah. the be- it was the best part of sixteen years ago. But yes, it was because it was because it was at the time. I mean. Like, take over target was, it wasn't like at the start of his career. I think he'd been a Royal Ascot. He'd come back. He'd done this, that, and everything at the time. So, yeah. I think no one could yeah. believe they could do this to the champ. No, in <laughs> terms of, you know, honour and glory and, you know, just for the sake of it, I mean. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, so that's, that's the way it was back then. Well, that's 16 years ago. Gee, I think, I well, hang on. Unless my math's wrong, 2007, not far off. Yeah. yeah Around right. that time. Wow. Uh, amazing, isn't it? Getting older, aren't we, Michael? Time flies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't remind us. This is a this is a great program up there today. Oh, it is. Um, we're back to Eagle Farm. Haven't been here since Melbourne Cup Day, so it's been about five or six weeks, and the track has been restored, had a restoration, if you like, and um, all reports are good. They galloped on the course proper on the outside of it on Tuesday, so everyone said it's it's great. The length of grass is right. So looking forward to it, in particular the two-year-old races today and the gateway over 1,400 metres, an automatic ticket into the Stradbroke next year. Let's get stuck in. Race one, the 4X RQ, Racing Queensland, Summer Provincial Series final. No Metro wins 1,300 metres, racing for some nice prize money here. Number six, Argyle Lane uh, is a $3.10 fixed favourite. Five, the Drover. 650 euro bells going well 750 ocean emperor at eight dollars and then out to double figures the remainder but argyle lane comes up a pretty dominant favorite here in the first at the moment yeah, it's a good no net win they're always tricky races but um i think he might go on and be a pretty tidy horse this fellow he's a half brother to incentivize and he's one four of six and he ran quite well here at Eagle Farm, which is important, two starts ago, not beaten far behind the inform Al Burke. And then he went to Toowoomba and ran a track record on a firm track over the 1,100 metres. He's a horse that likes to get into a rhythm and roll. I think the 1,300 is beautiful for him today. He'll have company. There'll be plenty, you know, in a forward position here, but I think he's going to be the, the one to come out on top, Argyle Lane. The drover looks the likely front runner. He races best that way, and he was beaten by, you called it, last start, who's in great form. So that's a good form line. He did want to hang off the track, if you called it off the track, um, last start there at the sunny coast, the drover. Um, so I think he can run top three, putting in 13 better velocity and one euro bell, 6-5, Race two is the Magic Millions, cutest three-year-old here. Three-year-olds going over the 1,400 metres and number 13, Latakia, Latakia for uh, Tony Golan. One start, one win, $2.20 favourite. Number three, West of Africa was uh, there at Warwick Farm when he won pretty well first up at $7. Boom Court, $7. Soothsayer, uh, $8.50, but... The betting says this Tony Golan favourite is progressive. 220 skinny enough or about right, Michael? Oh, look, you know, skinny enough. Um, in fact, I, I was really keen on the stablemate Freedom Rally, who was scratched at lunchtime yesterday at around the $10. I was all over him. But I have come back to her, Lantakia, um, and it's a good three-year-old contest, and they've got to be good to do what she's attempting to do today. She won a moderate midweek maiden, a daughter of Deep Field, bit awkwardly out of the gate. She then established the front, raced away and won by almost five in smart times. So visually, and the clock were good, but she's jumping up, you know, uh, dramatically in grade. I think Anne Jones will ride her at the 52. 
up to 40. So she's going from 12 to 40. And there's lots of negatives, but what you see look very, very good. I'm going to go with what I saw that day at Durban and suggest that she can win. But that is a bit tight, the $2.20. I wouldn't be entertaining anything shorter than that. Number three, West of Africa. Big flashy chestnut fellow with a white face. We saw him during the winter up here race well. You couldn't help but look at him and think he's going to be better next time. So he's had the spell, confidently backed at Warwick Farm when winning. Number six, Chase Sonati. Likes Eagle Farm. A couple of runs during the winter were very good. Probably like him over something a little further. And then Twyford. The map looks good. 13, 3, 6 and 10. Race 3, Eagle Farm. The Eureka Stud feeling it ready. Stakes the boys here. Listed race 1,000 metres. We had a set of trials there at Canterbury the other day for these TRLs. And I'm sure a stack of good ones are going to come out of it. Godfather, number 5, $1.65 for this I'm Invincible Colt. He's uh, he's having his first start. Dollar sixty-five fixed with the tab. Number three, Safrado, is there at four eighty. Talk IT at $5 and Capital Chase for Desley Forster on debut at $11. But the Snowdens, Maloney, I'm Invincible Colt, Godfather at $1.65, Michael. Well, um, he's just found the perfect race to kick his career off. It's a listed race and is that short, more so because of the lack of depth in this race, Richard. Uh, he's had two trials. He hasn't won them, but he's looked good. And to me, they've been educational trials, getting him to relax. And last time, he found the line under his own steam at Canterbury. So what you see looks pretty good. He did cost uh, $1.1 million, and it just looks a perfect race. He's drawn a, a good gate, which is most important over the 1,000 metres as well here at Eagle Farm. Safrado, number three, he's a nice horse as well. We've actually seen him. He had a start at the Gold Coast at a recent midweek meeting. Beautiful-looking horse. He's a half-brother to Miami Fleiss, who's a really talented mare. And he was just burnt off over the 900 by a real speedster. I think the 1,000 on the bigger track is going to suit him. He probably should be closer in the market to Godfather. And then there's a gap to the rest of them. Number eight works, and then two talk IT. I think he'll win five Godfather. To be three, Safrado, eight and two. Race four, we go to the girls, the Aquas Stallions, Callaway Gal. Good filly she was back in the day. Slipper winner. Uh, two-year-old fillies, listed race, 1,000 metres. Number two, Empress of Wonder reappears here. Annabelle Neesham, Chad Schofield, $2.20 favourite here. Excel Dior, uh, also for Annabelle, is at $4.40. Freeman for the month's yard. One start, one win at four eighty. Malaboom had Matthew Dale on this morning. Likes this filly. Nothing went right in Melbourne and maybe expect a, a turnaround here. Malaboom at $7. Um, but the Annabelle Nishim Yard with a strong hand at the top of the market here. Empress of Wonder, Maxi, wide draw. What are you thinking? Well, Annabelle's uh, the top two in the market have drawn the two widest gates, and it's not ideal um, at all. They sort of jump on a bend and constantly turning at Eagle Farm um, when they reconstructed the track quite a few years ago. Now, it used to be a perfect straight run to about the 600 to the crossing. But it's a turn now, so it's nasty. Look, had Empress of Wonder drawn an inside gate, I'd say just about unbeatable on what I've seen so far. I'm still going to tip her. I, I just love what I see with this filly. I, uh, her debut trial, good. Good enough for Annabelle to send it to Flemington on Oakstain. She ran second in the Ottawa Stakes, um, running on well, but looking very green. 
And since then, she's had a trial at Canterbury at that session back on the 29th of November, and she won it very easily. Chad Schofield rode her. She was a little bit keen early, but he grabbed hold of her, pulled her in behind them, and she seemed to relax nicely, and she just ambled up on the outside under her own steam and won easily. The time was nothing flash, but visually, it was a great trial. So I'm thinking that her still made XL door drawn just inside her will go really quickly. XL door, very, very professional. In a public trial at Bow Desert, she flew out of the gates like a greyhound, found the rails, didn't deviate at any point. Brody Lloyd kept her going. She ran fast time, so she's going to know what to do when they, those gates open. So I'm hoping XL door will jump run, stretch them out, string them out, and Empress of Wonder might be able to tuck in behind. And I think when presented in the straight, she'll go on and score. XL door to hold on for second. Freeman number one. She's done nothing wrong, but this is a little bit harder than her debut win at Durnburn. And then number five, Malibur. I'm copying the tip from Matt Dale there. Drawn better today. She was completely lost last time at Ballarat. Two, nine, one and five. Race five today at Eagle Farm is a benchmark 80 going over the mile. Open market, number six, Logan Street Lion, $4 fixed favourite. Number five, Irish Playboy, $5. So is number seven, Fleetwood Macca there at $5. Too much class, number 12, 750. Number 11, Indian Dreamer at 850. Logan Street Lion, a $4 favourite at the moment for race five. Yeah, Logan Street Lion, Fleetwood Macca, they came out of the same race last start and... I thought they were just um, just average. I'm really keen on Gavis up number three. Now, you'll see his form looks awful at a glance this time in, but bear in mind that he's had Barry at 9, 10, 11, 10 and 14. And in his five runs back, everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. Surely the pendulum swings in his favour today from Barry at number two a track in which he goes particularly well. Six starts here for three wins. He's a great bet today for $10 each way all day gave us up. And even in that Malulabar Cup last time, look, he went back, dragged back. That was the plan. And it was a leader-dominated race. He was 14 lengths off the lead at one point, And he actually, in the wash-up, was beaten about five. But he sat up 100 out when he was out of contention. I think he'll give us a great side at the big price today. He gave us up. Over six, Logan Street Lion. Again, gets every possible. Possibly a little bit too far back if you want to make an excuse at the sunny coast. Uh, number 12, too much class. Loves firm ground. And Jack Bruce has got her flying. And Star of Michelin, first up, was great. In the race won by you called it against the pattern. The leaders dominated, but he came from last, hit the line hard. Three each way, six, twelve, and one. Race six, first leg of the quarter, uh, a listed race for the Phillies and Mares, the just now at the 1300 metres, where number one, Juan Deva for Richard and Will Freeman, a $2.60 fixed favourite. Then number two, Salatine at $5.50. And then we hit centre fire at $12, Kisakanu at, at, at $18, and Dragon Miss having a crack here, and why not? At $11. In fact, I'll, I'll throw in number six, Better Get Set, is there is a $6 chance as well. California Surreal, uh, $8. But one Diva, she's been a pretty quality man right throughout the career, and well, she'd love to put that stakes win next to her name today. Yeah, well, at her last start at Eagle Farm, it was back on the 25th of June, and she won the Healy, beating Prime Candidate. I think um, shooting for gold was that race. 
Um, since then, she's had a good spell, and her two runs back have been very good. She can't draw a gate either in the past. She's had 12, 10, and 10, but today she's got barrier one. I know she's up to 1,300. She's one up to 1,200, but I've got no qualms at all about the 1,300 with her. Um, plus, she's got barrier one of that leading jockey in Jimmy Ormond. I just think it's her race for the taking one, Diva. Um, I, I really can't um, pot, um, pot holes in her at all. Uh, number six better gets set. She's a, a mare that's improving every preparation and she's going for three wins on the trot. So she deserves to have a crack at this listed level. California Surreal, this is a little bit harder, but gets all of the favours with the minimum weight and the good gape. And then Salatine. I do prefer her on tracks with a bit of give in the ground, though. One, six, ten, and two. And I think she's the better bets on the card, one, Diva. Okay, staying with the stakes races here. The Sky Racing Bribey Handicap is race seven, a listed race at the 1,000 metres. The return of number two shooting for gold and is a $2.80 fixed favourite at the moment. $3.90, about number six, Je Suis Belle. Four, La Palmiera, $6 chance. Number seven, Sneaky Five is there at $6 out to Alpine Edge. And simply fly but shooting for goal the favorite to return a winner here in the bribey michael yeah and i think he will he's just ever reliable shooting for goal he had a a good winter um and then he went to uh, to melbourne for three starts he ran third at flemington and then he won at caulfield and then midfield at flemington behind baller in the bobby lewis He's had a bit of a freshen up. It's been about two and a half months since he's raced. He's not a big horse either. So, and his trial at Deegan the other day was just super. The only way to describe it, he won by four with his head on his chest. And again, over the thousand, inside draws, big advantage. And he's, he's come up with barrier number one today. Because of his great record, he, he's up where it hurts now with big weights. But um, he's proven that he can, he can carry them in the past. Putting in number nine, Alpine Edge, I would have tipped him probably on top had he drawn a gate because um, he would have been a great each-way bet. He still possibly is, but I don't know where he's going to end up from barrier 12. I forget last preparation. I think if there was an issue with him, they've got him right because his recent barrier trials have been superb. Um, He's just drawn an awkward gate today, but I know at his best he's up to, to running a race. So definitely... In the Cornellas and the Trifectas, Alpine Edge. Seven, Sneaky Five. Just the one start since coming to Tony Gollum Stables from Victoria. A good second to La Palmiere at the sunny coast. That stands her in good stead for this. And then I've got Jess Wee Bell, and she's a bit like shooting for gold. You can never leave her out of calculations. And the other one, of course, La Palmiere, if he happens to fly the gates, that's his best hope. If he, he jumps a length in front like he has done in the past, always hard to catch for. Shooting for goals, the class horse for mine, two to beat nine, seven and six. Race eight worth a quarter of a million dollars is the Star Gateway. Four-year-olds, set weights, 1,400 metres. A ticket into the Stradbroke, you can get the cash here. Number five, Antino, a $3.60 favourite. Number eight, Mimi Lagarde, uh, back last start at 4.20. Uh, R&T, a $6 chance. Extremist there at $9 and Canadian Dancer. Um, out to Lock Eagle and Thalassophile, who are very very capable of it. And Tino, tab number five, a 360 favourite for the gateway. Well, we're going on potential with him. Um, he's had three starts with three very good wins. But the opposition, very questionable. But you can't um, 
You know, you can't ignore the ease in which that he has won them. In particular, his latest win at Durban of the midweek, he, he won there in the midnight rambler, sat outside the leader one by four. Again, visually, we're looking at a horse that can go right through the grades. So you don't want to take any silly prices about him because he's drawn wide here and he's stepping up dramatically in terms of competition. For that reason, I'm going to go with the horse that's been there and done that at this level, and that is Mimi Lagarde. I know she's had a few issues since the Magic Millions Carnival, but she showed last start uh, with her victory beating Juan D with the Gold Coast that she's, she's back on song, and even her run prior to that, this track and distance at Eagle Farm was eye-catching, hitting the line nicely. So I think, um, look, she rates 94 points in this set weights. She's well clear of anything else. And she's got 55 kilos on her back, so the handicaps are well and truly in her favour as well. So if she repeats last start, I think she wins Mimi Lagarde. Five Antino, his rating is only 69 points. So we are going on potential with him. Number three, R&T, I think this is perfect. Third up, 1,400 metres, where he can get into a nice rhythm. Good to see him return to the winner's circle last start at the Gold Coast in easier grade. Then number 12, Vaccine, and Lock Eagle's got a chance as well. Might give them a decent start, though. Mainly 8, 5, 3 and 12. Ninth and last, a benchmark 85 over the 1,200 metres. Paladas resumes here, tab number 12, and is a $3.40 favourite. Sky Rocket's first up, or Sir Rocket, I should say, is first up at 4.60. And Joviality, uh, a $5.50 chance. Then Majestic Shot, um, late in the day. Bit of a yard watch a few of these, Michael. Yes, in particular with Paladas. Now, Munsey's building a statue of this horse and uh, the statue will be complete today if he doesn't win. But I, I don't think we're going to get the statue finished. I think today's the day for Paladas and I love Tony Godden's confidence. Tony puts out a video every Thursday. It's a great video too. He puts out vision of the horses in jump outs and track work. And he said that um, he usually likes to have him a little bit underdone for his first run back. He usually has long preps in store for him, so he doesn't want him to be wound up first time around. But he said, this time, I want him to run well early in his prep. He's given him either, either a jump out or a trial, three of them anyway, in preparation for today. He's got the barrier, the minimum weight. It's up to Paladas today. I'd like to see him in the mounting out looking trim, taut and terrific. So number 12... Uh, to beat number two, Sir Rocket, he's got a lot of weight, but he's, he's certainly a quality horse at this benchmark 85 level. But we haven't seen him at the trials. Um, um, he's probably had a jump out. I haven't been able to spot him. But, gee, um, on his day, when he's in good form, he can win this. So he's another one to watch in the yard and keep an eye on the market, Sir Rocket. Ada's got a hope, majestic shot. I would say a great chance. The only little negative I've got is that concussion plates are going on her today. And this track's probably going to be fairly firm by the time this race comes around. And then number nine, Grey Defence, the likely front runner. He's useful enough to, to fill a place. 12, 2, 8 and 9. Best on the day, Michael. We're going to go uh, 5, 3, gave us up $10 and 7, 2, shooting for gold at $2.80. Good, man. Have a good day. We'll speak next Saturday. Okay, thank you, Richard. Bye-bye. Michael Maxworthy with all the thoughts and selections and tips there for a great day of racing from Eagle Farm. All the action again right across Sky Racing. Let's get to Kembla Grange. They're racing at Kembla today for a good nine-race program in the beautiful Illawarra. Wayne Harris has done the form and he joins us. Hello, Wayne. 
Morning, Richie. How are you? What's happening? No, no complaints. We're, we're know, good. We had, we had all that rain. I live over the golf course here in Wollongong, and uh, no natural rain, and they haven't put much water on. It's starting to brown off already. Yeah. Unbelievable. No, it is crazy. Let's uh, let's dive in, shall we? There are nine races. Bumper program at Kembla, and uh, let's have a look at the market for race one, which is a provincial maiden plate. Set weights 1,500 metres, and number four, Amigos No More, is a $2.20 fixed favourite. Number 10, Vancouver's Gem, is at 3.10, and then we have Bonus Tempest there at five, uh, 5.50. Shaday for the prices at 6.50, and then I'm Scarlet, Brooke Summers. But Amigo no more, uh, Amigos No More, a 2.20 favourite for race one, Wayne. Yeah, Rich, uh, the first couple of starts he had, I thought he wouldn't have been a maiden much long after that, but uh, it put blinkers on him. And some also, he's a big dumb bugger, to be true. I hope you understand, take offence, but uh, put blinkers on him. I reckon he just took a run or two to get used to them. And he's been in a couple of awkward situations through a race. So, Penny uh, just hasn't quite dropped with him, but gee, it's a winnable race today. So, I've got four on top. The 10, 5 and 6. Uh, pretty well the way the betting from the first couple there. Vancouver's gem ran on nicely, uh, very late there on Dubu, uh, on the Beaumont track recently. Uh, then you've got number 5, which is Bonus Tempest. Finds a dry track in the home base today. Might be an improved run there. And we'll also throw number 8, Iron Scarlet. Uh, both runs have been good, this prep, so it's not far away. 4, 10, 5 and 8. Two-year-olds step out in race two here, Wayne. Two-year-olds, 1,000 metres. We heard from Adrian Bott earlier. Number two, the novelist, has done everything expected of him for his debut here, and he's a $2.70 fixed favourite. Mark Minavini with Toysia, number three in here at, uh, at 3.10. Relatives for Godolphin, 5.50. Crimson Sky for Gary Portelli, 6.50. And Bjorn Baker has Cathay Bracelet, $9.50 chance. They're always tough to win these two-year-olds at this time of year, but the novelist, Wayne, our favourite, in race number two. Little jump and run, we know that. I went this way, eight, two, three, and six. I went with the Godolphin relatives. I thought they had two very, very quiet trials, fourth of four in the round with synthetic, five, fifth of six on the Hawkesbury. Uh, I reckon it was in front 100 metres after the post. It's never been let go yet. And you know the horse is always very well educated. Buck had a ride, give it, uh, the outside gate, but I think it'll be ridden quite. So I've got it on top of uh, the novelist. Led throughout to win uh, his only trial recently, and it was in good time. I'm sure he'll run well. Uh, the others we've gone with number three, Toyga. He's, uh, he's looked good winning in his only trial as well. He boxed, quickened up when asked to, and he run running away in that trial. And uh, Mark Minavini, when he brings his horses down here, they're normally well set. And the other one threw in number uh, six, Crimson Sky. Looked good and professional leading all the way and winning in good time when it uh, tried recently. So I've got numbers eight, two, three, six. Race three at Kembla today is uh, a class one at the 1,000 metres. Number four, Flying Shelly is one start, one win, and comes up as a $3.4. 40 favourite number three. Another cognac. Bryce Hayes and Alicia Collett is uh, resuming at 4.40. Star to Fall, also one start, one win at 4.40. And Captain Bond for uh, Gerald and Sterling, a, a $4.80 chance. Double Shark Attack resumes at $8 as well. Uh, a few different form lines to store, uh, sort out here. Wayne, how are you seeing it? You can say that again. Uh, I've looked at it a few times and changed them around. But I've gone four, one, three, six. Hard not to be impressed by number four, Flying Shelley, uh, Bjorn Baker's. It has had six trials in three preps, so it's very, very well versed on the racing paper and won four of them prior to the debut there at Newcastle uh, just recently. Uh, very impressive there. Looked very professional in trials and its run the other day. Got on top of number one. I think he's run better today, Captain Bond. He was very impressive winning his maiden first up. Then the other day, he learned 
He held his ground, but uh, maybe there's a second up thing. I just worry going from 1,200 back to 1,000. I keep thinking back to his good win at Gosford. He looked shot at the home turn, but uh, ended up beating him uh, very well. The others, yeah, three another cognac. It's got uh, race experience on its side. Last round had was back in the uh, September in the Heritage. Shown a bit of ability. The other time the training started to fall hard to line up Canberra form, but led one by a, a widening margin on the line, just did nothing else to tip. Nearly six lengths, I think, at one by and not uh, really forced to do a great deal. 4136. Race four is a midway class one at the 1400 metres. Uh, Crafty Eagle got the job done pretty well first up. Is there as a dollar eighty favourite? Number eight, Miss Lenore, is at 460. Number five, Pacific Force at five fifty, and three, Siren Star is a six dollar fifty chance. But Crafty Eagle, dollar um, eighty fixed, a bit better on the tote. Uh, how are you seeing race four, Wayne? Yeah, I've gone one, three, five, and eight. I made him a good thing, Crafty Eagle, mainly before Mr. Rocket come out. I think he would have made a, a, mar- a market for Crafty Eagle. He's got a nice future, I think, this boat. Nice, tough customer. He was on debut back in July. He ran a very good third at Warwick Farm. Then he was very, he was very well back to win his Warwick Farm maiden uh, just recently. So uh, I think he's going to learn a bit with each run. Keegan Latham's going to stack of good rides today. John Thompson will produce this horse, I think, a very fit horse today. Got him on top. I thought the danger had come from number Three, Siren Star. It was uh, 50 to 1 when it won the other day, but I'll tell you what, it was no fluke. You go back, it's only been to the races, I think, three times. Uh, on to Bill Run third at Canterbury, so uh, you know, I've been to everyone's guard. Come from last and uh, made a flash late there. Young Jamie Powell, I think he might be having his first uh, Australian ride today. It uh, takes the two kilos off, bit of an awkward draw, so that might test him a bit. Of the others, Pacific Force has always been well thought of. A little bit disappointing. But he has been well back a couple of times. And the other one I've thrown in is number eight, uh, which is Miss Lenore. It's about ready to do something, I think. One, three, five, eight. Another short price favourite in race five here, Wayne. Uh, this is a benchmark, 68 over the mile. Number three, Osbred Flirt. Dollar forty fixed. Surely gets out from that quote. Number one, titled Tycoon. Uh, won well first up at 5.50. Verbeck is at 7.50. And Sherwood's one is a $9 chance. Brad Widow, Rory Hutchings with number three, Osbred Flirt. Pretty firm favourite here. She's a, a, I've gone three one two seven. She's a Maurice Philly or Mayor, I should say. She's four now. Good last start winner here at Timber Grange. Start before that, she should have won easily. I think she's got a lot of promise, this mare. So, got her on top. And as I say, she's only been to the track here once for a good win, so she knows her way around. They leave with her the other day. The other stuff, she's sort of been getting um, back off the speed. But, uh, you know, she's not one, one-trick pony, I don't think, now. Uh, then we've got number one, uh, title Tycoon. He's a surprise to the other day when he won at Hawkesbury. He does go fresh. I think he's won two or four. And he's not quite as good uh, second up, but he's got a little bit of um, reform about him, getting up to a bit of distance. So just hope he doesn't have that second up syndrome today. But back to horse I can never catch. Very hard to... Um, I thought he's disappointed his last few runs. His first few into this prep looked like he wasn't going to be far out of the winner's circle. But you always got to throw him in. He does drop in uh, grade today, benchmarks. I thought number seven, Super Vino, showed this last start. Uh, that it, it might be ready to do something soon to 3127. Race six, first leg of the quarter, a 1200 metre maiden. Paul Snowden um, certainly gave number two Holm uh, a notable mention when we spoke to him earlier. Holm and uh, on debut is a $2.60 favourite, a Zoo Star Colt here. Number 10, Chili Jam for Joe Pride. Alicia Collett, $5. Wind Shadow. 
was scratched, a late scratching at the midweeks the other day and appears here uh, for the debut at $6. Number nine, Treasurer at eight fifty, and number four, Rogue Loon is at nine fifty. But Holm has the pedigree from the stable. Emirates uh, Emirates colours, I think, here. Wayne, a 260 favourite for race six. Yes, Nassaluto's colours there. 2-1-10-14 for me, Richard. I, I've got... I come away from the trials sometimes. You always see one that you think is a ready-made racehorse, and that's, that's what I think about home here. He's, as you say, well-bred. Um, he's had five trials and two preps, so we know from the Snowden camp he'd be well school. He looked like he was doing it effortlessly in winning his two trials recently. Uh, he really let go. I think he's a very talented horse. Goes on top and a good thing for me. I thought number one, Wind Shadow, he just said scratch the other day. Uh, one of four horse trial coming this. It looks professional, so I've got to throw it in there. Of the others, go down to number 10. Uh, number 10, which is Chili Jam. It's run quite well. It's uh, been to the, um, well, I think the barriers have been against us two runs over uh, 1100 and then it resumed over the 1100 again. Only he starts to get going late in the race. So it goes to 1200 today, and I think that's a big plus, a uh, bit of an awkward draw. And the other one I'm throwing is number 14, Pink Baroque. One from the Waller camp. Uh, they'll be out in the market. Two runs have been very good in town. Debuted on the Kenzo, then ran a very nice race first up Wide Farm. Uh, it's it's uh, coming back in distance. That's just a little bit of worry for me, but I think it's got more ability than we've, uh, we give it credit for. So for me, 2 1 10 14. Race seven on the day. Um, some progressive types here may be. It's a 1,200-metre maiden, and number one, Preferral. Uh, Preferral is here at $3.90. And just the favourite, number two, Good Once for Johnny Steinmetz, is at $4. Number six, Moorestown for Kerry Parker, second up at five fifty, And number three, Mr Hemsworth, resumes at $6.50. Black or $10, so is Highland Cathedral, who's also resuming. But not a whole lot between Preferral and good ones at the top of the market here. Wayne for race seven. Yeah, true. I've gone one, six, two, and three. And with preferral here, it was a nice run day. Booing uh, got away badly the other day, but it uh, finished off the race quite hard. Uh, running third, they're right farm. And from the Waller camp, good draw, let them go around to ride. Uh, I think it can win the race. I'll take number six, uh, Moorestown. There's a danger here. I thought it'll get better with each run. There's a bit of money for it. I hear a Kembla, a couple of the same horses went around in that race. And I just think it's an horse will improve. Ordinary draw, that's a bit of a worry. Then you've got good ones. I got on my guard a little bit the other day. It's uh, getting beat at Port Macquarie just put me off a bit. But uh, gee, it ran, up, uh, it ran a very good race the other day here at Kembla, second up. So it's showing natural speed in both races. Might be hard to get past. And then the other one training is number three, Mr. Hemsworth, the former European. Uh, he's had two trials. Hasn't really been knocked about in them. I'm just a little bit worried about him. His two placings over in uh, in England were on synthetic tracks. I'd just like to have a see of him today and see what he can do. One six two three. Race eight, Kembla, benchmark sixty four over the mile. Anthony Cummings has number five, Kahawati, going well, and is a two dollar forty fixed favourite. Ironbark Artie, number four, resumes here and is right there at three seventy. Reggie's Folly first up as well, five fifty. Then Tim's Principal kicks off the prep. So does Blue Missile. And weekend affair, but Kahawati, the favourite here, Wayne for race eight. She's low flying at the moment, racing very, very much uh, good form for mine. Um, she put two together at Kemba and Gosford, and then she ran very well. So I think she hit the front the other day on the Kenzo track and was just uh, just weakened a little bit later there. It's a better field than this, sir. So I've got her on top, number four, Iron Barkardi. Uh, it's got a little bit of fresh form. 
hasn't run since August when he did win his maiden here at Kembourne. He had uh, he'd been knocking on the door. I think he'd run four or five placings leading up to that. He's been here twice for a win and a placing. I've got a big watch on him. With the others, we've got number nine there, uh, Reggie's Folly. Another one, Snowden's resumes here. Did run third in a race or trial recently behind home. So uh, we'll see what home can do early. But this one been here, as I said, one that's made in here is a two-year-old Reggie's folly. Now Australian's number uh, number two, Tim's principal. He's a very uh, hard horse to place, I reckon, these days. His benchmark just gives him a lot of weight in the races he can win, and then when he gets down the weights, they're probably races just not good enough for him. But on his old form, he could win this easily. I've run five, four, nine, and two. Okay, uh, working our way through Kim Lagrange. Race nine we get to now, Wayne. Benchmark 64 over the 1,200 metres, where number three, Diamond Dealer, is a $2.50 favourite. Number six, Invictus Slad, looking to make it two for two, three fifty. Don Luigi, third up at $5, and then Karate resuming at $8. What do we think in the ninth and last, Wayne? Tips 317 from Elmwood and Victor Slad. I thought his win was very, very good. Another good runner from the team, Snowden Camp. One start, one win up there at Boston. As I said, he really hit the line well there. Mitch Bell rides today from a good draw. Hard not to like him. Diamond Dealer bounced back to the best form last start here. And um, that was second up to the, other, uh, the other day. So I think third up here today. Uh, it's run very, very well. It's been well found out. Uh, then I've got Don Luigi. Uh, him and I have a love-hate relationship, but in this type of race, I think he can run well. And the other one is running number seven, which is... I'll turn the page. Number seven is Karate. One from the O'Shea camp. Goes very, very well fresh. Hasn't run since August, but it's had two trials to read it for today. Uh, anything I think can win the last two, Rich. Six, three, one, and seven. The best one? Oh, I thought... Uh, you're taking short odds, though, with scratchings ever. I thought... Uh, uh, race four, number one, Crafty Eagle. And, uh, yeah, home, I think he'd been uh, finding here in the page. Race six, number two. I think he might be a very, very smart horse. Have a good day, mate. We'll speak soon. Good Wayne Harris, good man, the, the champion that he is, Wayne, and um, his thoughts there for Kim Lagrange. Righty, behind the gates uh, is not too far away. Your chance to join the chat, join the conversation. The text line is open, uh, and the text line, of course, is 0419767272. That's 0419767272. And um, Brad Davidson sitting down beside us. Hurls is rearranging the furniture and grabbing himself a chair. And I dare say Darren Flindell not too far away. So here's your chance. Join the conversation. Any questions or queries, umming and ahhing about the day's races, what you like and what you don't like, and just uh, get the thoughts from the guys here. Because Brad will be on Sky Racing one all day on the big stage. Darren Flindell has the best seat in the house. Here is the chance to ask the guys. Hurls and myself as well. And we'll unveil the Behind the Gates multi uh, a little later, but that's because you had to listen before we get to the Behind the Gates multi. Eight minutes past ten, we'll take a break. Back with more. Prepare to be moved with the all-new Nissan X-Trail. Get out of the city and into adventures that move the whole family without compromising style, space or safety. Contact your local Nissan dealer to book a test drive today. Lalo, if you want to 
you're Santa. Which I'm not. And you have great wisdom. Which I do. What Christmas gift would you put in your sack this year? How about a coffee maker, wireless headphones, a Fitbit watch, a supersonic hairdryer, retro toaster and an electric bike? You're going to need a bigger sack. There's hundreds more. And where would you find all these gifts? At Bing Lee. Check out our Bing Lee Christmas gift guide. Now available in store and online. Bing Lee. Better living every day. Inglis is the only Australian auction house where you could have bought the winners of the Australian Grand Slam, the Golden Slipper, Caulfield Cup, Cox Plate and Melbourne Cup in the past decade. Seize your moment. Classic catalogue available now at inglis.com.au. In a moment, the traffic. A smart man once said, remember, today is the tomorrow you worried about yesterday. So remember, today, buy a bottle of Windy Peak wine for the guests coming tomorrow. Here's the traffic. Foxtel's Christmas sale is on now. For a limited time, save on drama, movies, sport and Netflix. New customers only. Offer ends December 24. Search Foxtel for more. Kings Langley, very heavy westbound on the M7 at Sunnyholt Road. Crashing Kingsgrove affecting a westbound run on Stony Creek Road. One lane's closed at Walleye Road. Sydney CBD works on Carrington Street, closing your northbound run between Wynyard Street and Margaret Street. Save 25% off your second item at Amart. Buy one item and get another for 25% off. Across a huge range of furniture. T's and C's apply. Hurry, off ends tomorrow at Amart. I'm Luke Germain, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Down to the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. 10 past 10. Let's not talk about the last two weeks of Behind the Gates Maldives. It's been a cruel finish for those who have taken part with um, uh, with the fourth and final leg not being kind. But that's the way the mop flops. And some weeks you have it, uh, have it really good and uh, other times... It just doesn't quite pan out. 0419 I might welcome in the guys that are uh, beside me right now. It's nice to be back together again. Last weekend I was at Musselbrook and I was um, obviously not here, but uh, we are today. Brad Davison's here. Davo, what's happening? Good morning, Richard. Good morning, Hills. Darren, yes, it's been a bit frustrating, hasn't it, the old multi, but that's the way it rolls sometimes. Um yeah, you go through those patches like bunting, isn't it? Sometimes you, you get them, sometimes you don't. It's all about longer term, and if you can finish in front, that's what you're trying to do. But, uh, no, nah, looking forward to today, I must admit, geez, probably the toughest meeting, Saturday meeting of the year. Mm. I don't think I've found a harder meeting, and it's been, oh, it's been what hard makes, to what makes it find edge. It's just eight, eight dollars the field. There's just, it's just really icky. Like, it's just. It's hard to really even even Nugget, who I think is hard to beat in race nine. He's got barrier one, rail true Ramwick. It's the worst barrier for rail true Ramwick. You want to be getting to the outside Could down the middle. More. So, but he's he's the one on the up, and you know he, he, he's kind of the one you you kind of look at and go, well, he's the hardest to beat on the program for Seal. Hard to beat. Do you want to take the shorts? You know, people are going to say after the race, oh, how could you possibly take the shorts? About it. But if it comes out and wins, everyone says, oh, it was an absolute moral. How did you not? So that's that's yes. the way it goes, isn't it? And yeah. it's one of those days where you, you can you can be on either side of the fence on quite a few. Hello, Hells. Andrew Hurley joining us on a Saturday morning. Morning, Richard. Morning, Darren. Morning, uh, Brad. 
What's, all, what's all the news? Uh, no, not much. Oh. I'm working up, feeling very fresh. I'm like, yeah, it's a tough day. Oh, I really like, well, I like the racing side of things. I'm not sort of, you know, full of confidence. I know that much. We've got $7 the field now in the Ingham. And, yeah, there's a couple of shorties, but as Brad said, don't think they're necessarily over the line, but other than that, I'm very well. Second last uh, Saturday for the year, so um, yeah, I'm going to finish all guns blazing. <laughs> loves, loves a holiday. What's his second last Saturday? What's his second last Saturday? Well, I'm going on holidays next Saturday. Is my last day. You stand at eight weeks off. Do you have or roughly? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the busiest time of the year. Um, anyway. He's entitled to it. My word, He's got I the am. best gig in the world, doesn't he? Don't Everyone else can be jealous. Good gig. Guy who, has the, guy who has the second best gig in the world, or some may say the best gig, is Darren Flindell. Morning, Darren. Yes, good morning, gentlemen. Um, yeah, in regards to this program today, I'm, I was glad to hear the remarks there of, of Brad because this is a meeting I, I'm just discombobulated with. I don't know what to do um, today. You're, you're um, what? 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 I've never heard that word in my life. Discombobulated. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't have any multis going on anything. Normally I've got at least uh, four or five all lined up for the card. I, I still don't know what my game plan's going to be today. Well, you're confused and disconcerted is the uh, meaning there for, um, for discombobulated. But those that are texting yeah, in, we appreciate the text. I'm not sure we can help you, given uh, what we've heard from the guys <laughs> so far. I don't know whether it's not going to be any help. Start, is it? Any help. You, Whatsoever. You text me that word, Darren. I like to try to come up with a new word every now and then because my wife is so much smarter than me. It's not funny, and uh, she comes up with new words all the time. So I might throw that one at her see if she's ever heard it before because I've never heard that in my life. No, I a, know how to say it, but I'm not sure how to spell it. <laughs> it's a, it's a beauty. Um, all right, well, th there we go. Guys, thinking it's a tricky enough program, and we'll see what the uh, the text line says. Get us your thoughts in. A few of them rolling in now. We'll fire some questions at the guys shortly, but 0419-767-272, and we'll reveal the behind-the-gates multi in a, in a little while. I think the dividend is healthy enough this week, but hence, that's what we've been talking about. It's uh, it's one of those uh, programs and one of those meetings. Uh, let's just go to race number one, if we can, Hurls. We start with a highway to get things underway. If you'll um, give us the mark please, and we'll get stuck into some of these uh, text line questions. Yeah, half a dozen scratchings here. Zoom outcome, two cents the winner deduction, two by one, Prince Nakoni, iconic dame, dreaming for more, and made a quid zilch, and six by eight for Sapudo, or Sapido Beauty. All right, which leaves us with Salir as the favourite of 460, out from 440 today, 31 to 26, limited reality. Uh, we'll just do this market order. Let's go to Penthouse. It's 480 to 460, back to 480. Did open up at 950, however. 950 to 750, I'm not slew. Pretty woman, 9 to 950, and that's pretty much the tail of the tail. I looked at this race four times, I just thought, I'm just just not doing myself any favours. I just could not work it out. We have a question here around one of the ruffies, so we'll get your thoughts on um, on this ruffie. Hi, guys. Scott from up in McLean. Good on you, Scott. Good morning to you. Just wanting your thoughts on Miss Arizona in the first at Ramwick. She's 51 bucks and she's second up today. Um, Brad? Uh, yeah, just before I do that, just some news coming through the last six minutes. Tommy Berry's indisposed due to illness and will not be riding at Ramwick today. Um, why that's come through at 10, 10 a.m. and not earlier today, mm. I don't know. And for those on Dye Mill in the in the big race, um, you would have liked to have known that a couple of hours ago. But anyway, we'll see who picks up that ride. 
in uh, when it comes through. We'll, we'll try to let you know. But um, uh, Miss Arizona, number 16, let me just bring out my book. Um, was okay there at Taree, fresh. Um, look, 1,000-metre horse is, is definitely going to help. I had the... I had the little comment no next to my uh, comment, but uh, I think the fact that it's won twice at a 1,000, I say a 1,000-metre horses win a 1,000-metre races. So I'm not going to talk you out of it if it's um, or it's likely to be big odds. So, yep, definitely a chance. The one who will be very hard to beat if it gets any luck is number 17, Penthouse, though. I had a little nibble at the, the $6 earlier in the week. I mean, she's just got better form than these. It's simple as that. She's been two lengths behind in secret. She stakes placed already. Her first up run when she was poorly weighted at, at Ballarat was great. Over 1,100, heavy. That'll toughen her up for the drop back to 1,000 here, which she's won at before. If she has any luck, the, the query is the gauge. She's drawn the car park with speed inside, but even if she can sit three wide and, and get into a comfortable rhythm, um, I don't think that's uh, any real issue with one turn at, at Ramwick. So she's the one to beat. She just needs a, a decent run throughout. She just needs to jump. She can step a little bit slow the first stride every now and then and then muster. But if she can just really ping, if she crosses them, gee, look out. But, um, yeah, that's the query, the gate. But 17 from one, so Lee Ray, he'll be rocketing home late. But, uh, yeah, keen, on, keen enough on the 17 despite the little query of the draw. Highway down. I was happy to, to pass on uh, Miss Arizona from that wide gate. Thought she had every chance at Tari uh, when resuming. Can't believe she missed third, actually. Um, that was a cruel watch for those that may have gone each way her. I've gone with uh, the, the Golgong-trained extra flash. I thought he did more than enough at his first highway run a fortnight ago. It was pretty wide in the race, but was really attacking the line hard. Uh, there behind uh, Sasu. So I was, I was happy to take the each way odds there. Josh Parr's riding well. And it's got enough tactical speed, I think, that it can be in the first six or so in the run from the good draw that it's got. So yeah, I focused on uh, extra flash. If Salire can reproduce the form of the November 1 win, obviously a big chance, but hard to get too confident about back markers and these 1,000-metre dashes. So I'm going extra flash each way. Uh, uh, thank you, Darren. Hi, guys. This is probably one for you, Hurls. And we might again explain to people how they can get their multi on when they want to. Hi, guys. Just wondering how to put the behind-the-gates multi on at a tab terminal. Inf any info? Appreciated. Are we just on the app? Uh, no, I think... Yeah, it is a good question. Let me just uh, text Dicko um, from the tab. I think it is, and it would be under today's offers, but just um, give me a couple of minutes, if you will. No Please. worries. Let's, um, uh, let's go... And I know you're texting away there, Hurls, to, to get the information. Yeah, right. Yep. Race number five is the English Nursery. Might grab a... The latest market for that. I want to see where Facile sits here. Two-year-old set weights racing for half a million dollars. English Nursery at the 1,000 metres hurls. Uh, very swift. Ben Dixon obviously listening. You need to be an account holder. So, yeah, so that answers that question. Okay. Apologies, but gives you another incentive to be an account holder. Simple as that. All right, uh, Works and Cafe Bracelet come out. No deductions. Now, for Seal, 165 to $1.75. It's short enough. 260 went up this morning, but I'll tell you what, every man and his dog is tipping it uh, today. Blanc de Blanc is a 550 chance, 850 to 750, the little pumper, and then we've got uh, this next 7 to 8, but uh, this is uh, very, very popular. Only uh, 10 cents today, but they've been all over it since uh, Wednesday afternoon. Now, um, someone just texted me saying you don't get to choose <laughs> oh, no. the time you get sick, and that's fair enough. I do I do take that at point end if, if um, 
Tommy just started feeling sick then, then I totally understand. No, I he might have woken up that. beautiful yeah, at breakfast that's and then true. I think downhill. I just, as a, yeah, as a partner who comment? backed Diamil this morning, you kind of want to know who's writing it, but that's yeah. that's a fair point, and I do apologise. Yeah. Withdrawn? It's okay. Hmm? Withdrawn? Oh, well, I'm on, so who, who's going to write it? I don't know. You know, you want to... No, your apology. Oh, yeah, withdrawn. Okay. Yeah. Yep, sure. <laughs> Good. Sure. Um, <laughs> what are we, the court are we now? <laughs> Judge, Judge Andrew Hurley presiding. Uh, okay, Johnny says, morning, fellas. Good friend of mine has shares in Facile and told me after its first trial to back it in a slipper. Is he crazy or is he onto something? Uh, we'll get to Barossa Rosa shortly. Um, so just that comment there on, on Facile, and I, I don't mind this one uh, in the same vein. Morning, Richard. We are expected to take a dollar seventy-five or shorter facile off barrier trials, compared to the two dollars fifty home, who trialled against Sir Peter Beauty um, was enormous in beating it. Know where the value is. So again, we're sort of comparing horses there, Darren, in a way. But again, it's What's a bit. This uh, this is that ho- running at it's Campbell. A, yeah, Campbell. It looks a pretty oh, good yeah. prospect for for the Snowdens and trial nicely coming in there. What do you do? You want to take that two dollars, whatever it is, home, or or does the odds on quote about facile interest you, Darren? I think it's a good horse. Uh, I've loved her trials, um, and for, for, for the fact that uh, Platinum Jubilee, who was so impressive, winning her first start back in October and was really pushed along to try and be competitive in that trial. But Facile was just toying with her. So uh, I, I really couldn't go past her. I do respect Blanc de Blanc. I, I expected her to win a little bit uh, easier at uh, Newcastle, but she got the job done. I think uh, Beyond Baker's cult's interesting here, Disneck. I like the way he was trialling, but he showed a lot of signs of greediness before running in the Golden Gift and um, didn't have a whole lot of luck in that race. But didn't he show improvement uh, from his first start to his second start? So a big watch on Disneck, but, I mean, I... I couldn't be stepping in at the at the 170 facile. I'm not really sure how to, to play this race now. I, I see a lot of people have done shopping about her and the Golden Slipper. Um, I had a little look this morning. I think she's only $17 now. Uh, yeah, that's exactly right in the all-in market. Mm. Yeah, it's... Uh... It's it's one of those you're you're either on one side of the fence or you're the other. You just think she's immoral and she's trialled ten times better than anything else in this race. The the race brigade are fair, I think, and she could be A grade. And I don't think any of these else are. So you know she's just got to bring it to race day. She could just win by four and and just smash them, or it could all go pear shaped on race day. But on what you've seen. She's very hard to beat. What what price you price her? I really struggle with these first starters because they've got no data to go on. I, I, I work off the, the what they've been running and then adjust them off there. So, But her times have been sensational at the trials and she seemed to have more to offer. And, and if you missed Gerald Ryan this morning, you're still not, yes. not getting carried away with her by any means. Yes. And sort of, she's held together. She's done everything they've yes. asked. He's, he hasn't come on and said... Oh, she's just a just a gun two-year-old. But yeah. I, I think, not saying he's totally surprised, but he's he's pretty level with her dollar eighty now. Yeah, and I can find you ten thousand examples of Sydney trials when they trial like that and come out and do absolutely zero on race day, and I can find you a thousand the other side as well where they come out and smash them. So, yeah, I mean, it's we'll we'll see what happens race day. She's clearly the one to beat. Uh, as regards to that listener with home, I. Uh, 
I get what you're saying. I, oh, I was just sitting there last night. Do I back this horse? Do I not? And I end up letting it go. And the only reason I let it go was because I thought its synthetic trials were so much better than its grass trials. Um, that day it did beat that Sapita Beauty. It was 10 lengths in front past the post. And I went back and watched the trials the prep prior and the synthetic one was much better as well. And it just looks a big raw horse that I was just a little bit worried about how you handle race day pressure. Um, but... Snowden seemed bullish enough this morning without getting carried away, so I uh, wouldn't be surprised to see him when he looks a good horse, but if he was on a synthetic track somewhere, I'd just say absolute moral, but uh, that's my only little niggle. Have a couple of big T-rolls coming up, don't we, Darren? And we had this race today for Inglis as we have uh, next Wednesday is the, is the Wyong race uh, where Summer Loving is normed snapback. So, I mean, Darren, you're seeing these T-rolls around the place. What do you What do you make of them as a group at the moment? Well, I was so impressed with Platinum Jubilee's win back in October. I think that's the best I've seen so far. I think uh, the filly's the name you just mentioned, Summer Loving. Um, I look forward to see her uh, go around at uh, Wyong. Um, who else is in that race at Wyong? Uh, no, just having a quick look down the, the list now. Nothing sort of jumping off at me, but Summer Loving's probably the one I'll be looking at there. No, I, I, I haven't... Uh, I, I did a little bit of early shopping on her Summer Loving before her first start. As far as the slipper's concerned, I've completely missed the boat on uh, on Fasol now. Um, outside of Platinum Jubilee, no, I'm, I'm not sort of uh, really that focused on anything in particular. King's, King's Gambit, he's got to be the one that's like... The time he run there down at Caulfield was like... Yeah. He's just... Mm. Two lengths better than everything else at the moment. At that the moment, awesome that's day, one though. run, but, gee, the time he ran was just like, was it, uh, yep. Was that the Hello? thing that Blake Shin rode that day? Yes, yeah, it was. I mean... And, yeah, and Pure Paradise beat it by five lengths. He's come out and run second in that Ballarat Magic Means 2 old Classic, which is notoriously a very weak race. Um, but at least he's been frank to some degree. So he'd be the one for me, top seed at the moment. But I agree, you know, the Platinum Jubilees and horse like that are great. They're really savaging the line. Race four hurls, uh, a market please for the Max Brenner Christmas Cup. Could you believe that Munns didn't know who, who Max Brenner was? Oh, spare me. Really? Yeah. Looks to be like Munns, Max Brenner. <laughs> Munns. He's the ball man. You're looking at me like you've got no idea what I'm talking about, Brad. It's a nah. chocolate joint, Yeah, isn't I was it? about to say, isn't it a chocolate joint? I remember going, yeah. going on a date there back in oh, back when I was good. 20 on the Gold Coast somewhere. That was about it. Oh, that'll do, mate. I don't, I don't do hot chocolates and all that sort of stuff, that'll but I think, I think... Was, I it breakfast, a, was it a breakfast date or a Nah, it was a, a like, brunch it was date. Like a... Like a... Just like a... You yeah, mustn't have, you must have held her in that high regard to be sort of just going for a hot chocolate. No, I can't. I can't recall it too much, to be honest. Didn't last? Quite clearly didn't, <laughs> <laughs> Off the market these days. Rondino I mean. is the favourite, 480 to 440. We've got Dr. Drill, went up $7 on Wednesday afternoon. It's 480 to 550 today. Regal Lions, 550 to 6. Gin Martini, 550 to 650. Now, warning drifted on Thursday afternoon after opening up at $8. It got out to 9. This morning it was 950. It's now into 750. Bonnie Ezra, 7 to 750 as the penny dropped with it. And then we go to Pale King, 15 as uh, trimmed into. $11. Best move today has been warning, Brad. Probably up here for the Summer Cup as well, I'd imagine. A uh, good mate of mine went on a beach date one time with a lovely young lady and they're still together. There you go. Later, a beach date. Just getting it, I don't need to take them mm. dinner, you know, a woman for dinner or whatever else or, you know. A beach date, there you go. Mm. What, day or night? I think it was in the morning, Earls. Mm. Still, they're still on all these years later. There you go. 
Love finds a way, doesn't it, Darren? Love finds a way. Time to go for a swim. <laughs> Get out of there. <laughs> yes. Um, where were we, Brad? Uh, Chris, war- I said that warning was best backed. Yes. Okay. Oh, he's, quite, he's quite classy on his day. Warning. He is, but on his day is the the big point there. He's very hard to catch, isn't he? Um, throw a blanket over these. So I ended up going with Bonnie Ezra, who I thought was great first up, a little bit fair first, uh, second up, sorry, and then third up, bounced back to win the ATC Cup. Got to prove himself at 2400 but I think he's looking for it. And even though he SP'd big price the other day, I went with him. But I think you could throw in Dr Drill. I think you could throw in uh, Rondino. And I think you could throw in Regal Line. The one I don't like in the market is Gene Martini. I think it comes out of a very blanket average race last time out of Caulfield and happy enough to take it on. What do you think, Darren? Well, I struggled a bit with this race. So <clears throat> I ended up going with Pale King. But having said that, I think he's rather poorly rated uh, off his... Off his uh, rating of 78, but he just loves these drier tracks. He's now proven twice at the distance. And um, I, I sort of went his way, but I, I just don't have a, a strong grip on this race, uh, to be honest. So, yeah, a little bit on the seven each way. At first, I was going to go with Jim Martini. I was a bit filthy that she won when I was away, <coughs> winning the Sandown Cup over 3,200 metres, because I think I've been on her every run this preparation. But well, it was just a win. Um, I think Regal Lion has a, a little bit of a chance, and Rondino, obviously. Bonnie Ezra was a good ride by Dolan to get her home last time out. Oh, tough race, the Max Brenner. Um, <laughs> Max Brenner. <laughs> used to, riders? Yeah, there used to be one on um, Oxford Street. Anyway, we digress. Now, just some riders coming through that we'll let our listeners know about. How does Reese Jones sound, Brad? Yeah, that's 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 for uh, Diamil. We're talking race eight, number fourteen, Diamil. Yep, I'm I'm happy enough with that because, uh, uh, yeah, he's a, definitely a capable rider for sure. He would have had a bit to do with the horse, mm. you'd, you'd imagine, if not race day and yep. around John Stables. You'd know a bit about him. Yeah, imagine. exactly. So no, that's that's fine. Just quickly, race one, number twenty, Demetas, Rachel King. Race three, number eight, Water Goes is Karen McAvoy. Race four, number seven, Pale King, Darren, is Tim Clark. Race seven, number six, Najmati. Don't mind her today. Is Jason Collett. Like that. Uh, Diamil Reese jones And race nine, number 11, who Duff said wants to see in the yard today, is Josh Parr. But we'll get uh, through those races. Race three, uh, Hurls. A market, please. There's a question there for the Jack Ingham AO Handicap Benchmark 72. 1,100 metres, race three. Rubicurus comes out, as does Rupertar, Fielding, Electrica, Lord Paramount and Diamond Dealer. The deductions there, five by six for Rubicurus. We've got Rupertar, nine by ten, three by three, for both building and Electrica, Lord Paramount and Diamond Dealer, just two cents the win. Iona Merck is the favourite at $3.70. This morning opened up at $5. So that's been well tried. $4.80 to $5.50. Now back to $4.80 for Sacrimony. Operatives $5 to $5.50. Vianello attracting some support today. It's $10 into $8. And we go to Billionaire Dollar Baby. It's a billion dollar baby, rather. $8 to $9.50. Back to $8.50. Yeah, best tried this morning would be the favourite Iona Merck. Uh, Aiden from Maroubra, got on you, Aiden. Uh, thoughts on uh, Tidal Impact in the third race on the day? Part owned by South Sydney Young Gun, Blake Taff. Uh, so, Darren, uh, does Tidal Impact get into your numbers anywhere in race three? I didn't put her in, but with the booking of Clark for an on-pace runner, Clark really lifted her across the line in that benchmark 64 at Warwick Farm when carrying a, a pretty big weight that day. 
I certainly respect uh, Total Impact, but once again I found this one of the tough races of the day. No, I certainly wouldn't talk anyone out of a ticket there. Sacramento's a chance, billion dollar baby I've been against in previous preparations, but I think there's something about the way she's working this time. I don't think things have been great um, over the last 12, 18 months, but I really like the way she trials. I'm expecting a good run out of her. I think Mabel's a good value pick in the race. She beat Italian informant at Hawkesbury uh, first up, and she overcame a few bothers to do that. Not that Italian informant was a good win at Warwick Farm during the week. The run since has been good as well. So I think Mabel at the at the big price is well worth a look, along with Tidal Impact and Iona Merck. I love the way he savaged the line behind Shadow Vampire at Warwick Farm last time out. So many hopes and, and operative as well. <laughs> Tough races today. I've gone with Iona Merck on top of Mabel, Billion Dollar Baby and Sacrimony. Yeah, Tidal Impact, 1-4 from 11 uh, on speed, likeable horse, has to go to a new level here but um, still has upside for sure. I went with Sacrimony over Iona Merck but I didn't find uh, much sort of outside the, the norm here. I thought Sacrimony had hit the line hard as well, Iona Merck, so um, they were the two I was sort of there with. Uh, your mates back hills, Snackers. The morning snackers down there in Canberra. Yeah, snackers. Hey, Rich, how bad was the end to last week's Behind the Gates Mouldy Criminal? Don't remind us, snackers. Hey, a few questions for the panel. Um, I overraced at my Christmas party last night, and I ne- I'm keen to know if Hurls <laughs> has black booked the El Mancho burger. Is snackers El Macho, a mate of El Macho. El Macho. El Macho. Sorry. The, um, what's an El Macho burger? Where's that? I'm guessing it's some sort of Mexican burger. Maybe with... Do they have, like... I know some burgers have it's corn from, chips and stuff. It's from Or maybe... Uh, oh, no. There you go. Oh, okay. Maybe it's got the hot sauce. I'm very privileged that where I live, there is one of those old-style... Well, it's not a milk bar, but I guess it's a milk bar type hamburger, just around the corner from me, Brad. Yeah. And uh, that's my go-to if I've over-raced as snackers as <laughs> at the um, a Christmas party last night. This bloke sounds like he over-races every Friday night. So, um, just, yeah, just on that. A bit late for snackers because his Christmas party was last night. But maybe just a word of warning out there for everyone. No issue with over racing at your Christmas party, but just remember you've got to turn up the next day at work. So yeah. just, just you know, it's it's that uh, that uh, time of the year. It's the that, golden uh, rule, isn't it? Yes, you got to be. You got to be. You pay. Uh, you pay. I don't drink anymore, so I'm good. But uh, yes, I think uh, people have just got to just be a little bit uh, mindful that you know you, these are the people that you're you're working alongside, and um, mm-hmm. and uh, don't get uh, too carried away and uh, too too drunk. I don't drink anymore. I don't drink any less. <laughs> no. Responsible time of year, everyone. It Indeed. is the time of year where you want to have a bit of fun with with mates and family and friends, but just uh, just do it the right way, of course. Yeah. Here's me giving an advice in that space. Let's go to the market for race six if we can. This is a Phillies and Mares benchmark 88 over the 1,200 metres. Couple of couple of questions and comments about a couple of mares here, Hurls, in race six. Now it is race six, and today, races one to six at Randwick, Sandown, and Eagle Farm. Place a win bet. If your horse runs second or third, you get a bonus bet back up to $50. Applies to your fixed odds win bet only. Your first fixed odds win bet. Gee, it doesn't get any easier, does it? Authentic Jewel's the favourite here. 390, 380, back to 390 today. Kerr Royales, 4 to 4 $25 Brookspire, Queen Bellissimo, 650 to 750 There is very little change in this market at 
at all. Uh, authentic jewel. It's been pretty much that price right throughout the trade. Okay. So t- oh, Brooksby, I beg your pardon. Brooksby is probably the best backed, not so much today. It's $5 and steady, but it did go up $8 on Wednesday afternoon. One texter there saying one of a couple of bets for them today is something on Barossa Rosa each way. And we'll come to you first here, Darren. The question does go from John Darren. Brooksby uh, first up from a spell. Does, um, does she go well fresh? What are you thinking there, Darren? just think the trip might be a bit short for her resuming today over 1,200 metres. A trial at Canterbury was encouraging, settling well back in the field, and she sliced through the pack. I think the run was coming to an end over the last 75 metres or so. Uh, trial suggests she'll run well. I just, uh, just don't know if she can win first up over 1,200 metres. She's only tried it once and she's been placed. But Barossa Rosa just got a mention there. I, I like the way she finished off her trial at Gosford. She was pushed on and she really opened up a, a sizeable gap on them late. She was an enormous winner at Newcastle uh, back in March uh, when resuming, coming from a mile back in the field that day. I've uh, I've elected to go with her each way. I'm just not sure if she'll get enough pace to suit uh, with the two speedrunners being stable mates, Queen Bellissimo and Authentic Jewel. But each way, Barossa Rosa for me and what I found to be another difficult race on the card. Richard's giggling to himself. What are you giggling oh, to, Richard? Someone calling me a wet blanket? Line. They're tough on the text line. What's Brad wet blanket, Davo's best? Cheers, Newman, yeah. Uh, look, I know what you're saying, Newman. I'm, I'm a bit, I am a bit boring these days. Like, I don't drink any more, which, I, which has been great for me. But I am a bit, uh, I sort of work and, yeah, you know, I need to probably... Uh, you're happy, Bob? Oh, I'm so happy. I love it. Yeah, it's me. I don't find boring. you that boring. <laughs> nah. I don't find it boring. I don't, care, that boring. I, don't care what, I don't care what they say. You're not that boring. <laughs> that boring? I don't have to take that as a compliment. Or a <laughs> but but yeah. your idea of boring might be different to someone else's idea of boring. Yeah, yeah. You know? Look, I, I, uh, I totally get that um, everyone's different. But, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm happy in my skin, but I, I do like that, Newman. That was very good. Darren, do you find Brad boring? <laughs> no, he's certainly not boring. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, anyway, back to the race. Guys, that's disgraceful advice. It's called the stilly season for a reason. Let your hair down. I don't disagree, but, you know. Everything in moderation. We've just been told that's disgraceful advice. <laughs> I'm not, I love I'm, our texters. Good morning to you all. The Behind the Gates multi goes live in five minutes as well. <laughs> four, 4172 are my numbers anyway. I think this race all depends on track pattern. Because if the rail's holding up, I think she'll be very hard to catch Authentic Jewel. But it all depends how the rail is, because she has a tendency to lay in towards the rail. So she probably won't leave the rail in the straight. If it was Rose Hill, I'd be very keen on her chances. But generally, rail true Ramwick doesn't suit horses sort of leading on the rail. So that's the, that's the concern. But I think her 1,200-metre record's being overplayed. She had one run at it. She ran second to back Analia and produced the best rating of her career. So I think she'll run 1,200. But, um, yeah, not much between the four and the... And the the two Waller runners, Brookspire and uh, Kerr Royale. Let's go to race seven. Why not? The Racing and Sports Razor Sharp Handicap Hurls, a listed race at the 1,200 metres. Been won by some smart ones over the time. Uh, Waihaha Falls. How's the business been this morning? Uh, it's favourite and has retained favouritism uh, right throughout the week. It's 3.50 and very solid. 4.20 Brigantine. Dragonstone's 9.50. Now Sky Command, $19 when the market first opened. 
open at $11 today. 11 11s a drifter, 750 to 11, 11 to 14 Nasmati, Fox Fighter 14 to 15. Uh, so there's not much change here. Another competitive betting race. Uh, I know everyone's saying it's route to the Gold Coast, and no doubt it is. 11 11, Brad, where do you see it? Can bounce back, yeah, yeah. because he's, he's capable, isn't he? It's that trial of, was good. I mean, it was entitled to win that trial, but... Yeah, well. trials mid-prep mid are always a little bit overplayed, but uh, he was good. He was asked to do it and did it nicely. Yeah, it's all gone wrong for him so far, but he's a much better horse than we've seen yet to play since six runs at the track, some little concern, mm. but... Um, uh, look, he's he's definitely a uh, a chance if he can bounce back to his best gate one. Not ideal either. Just um, the que- uh, the questions from the text line here, and I'll, I'll come to you first, Darren, with your thoughts. Uh, I think uh, John from Balmain, he's typed in superior. I think he might mean superior in race seven has been luckless and two runs back. Is this race just too hard for superior, who is the outsider of the field? And uh, Phil from Mudgee, good morning, Phil. Um, uh, wants to make a nice each-way case for race seven at number two, Taxu. So, Darren, both of those horses at pretty big odds in a razor sharp today. Yeah, well, Superium, I guess the blinkers uh, going on makes you have a little look, but, boy, it's been a long time since he's he's done anything. So we're putting a lot of faith in the blinkers. He does have the, the gun apprentice aboard in, uh, in Zach Lloyd. The Taxu hmm, hasn't been able to win first up previously, but one of the on-speed runners, for sure. So if it's playing towards the the front runners, definitely worth the look. But I think Brigantine's too good for these, really. I thought it was one of the better bets of the day with this lightweight, cracking effort in the Silver Eagle behind Valana, that solid form, and a nice, nice piece of work at Hawkesbury in a trial on the 28th of November, lit up and, and was good work there. So I've got Brigantine on top of Obway Ha Ha Falls. Just not watch, really sure what to make of him now. The... The wheels are spinning there at Newcastle. I didn't think he was going to run a place there uh, for a bit. And then the next minute, he's savaging the line at the end of the 1,300 metres on the good four. I don't know, Brad, do you think there's anything in... Do you think he's a better horse with, with cut out of the ground, way ha-ha falls and on the firm tracks? Yeah, I think they're both, to be honest. But at the same time, I think they've both got a bit of class on this this field. So I went wah-ha-ha over Brigantine, but... I uh, wouldn't be surprised if it's the other way. Uh, my two little niggles with Wahaha is the cutout. I totally agree. And also whether he prefer 13, 1400 now. Um, that was the only other little thing. But look, I I think there's not much between those two. I think one of them will be winning. How far does Brigantine win by? One of our texters said over or under two legs. Bit of confidence there. Darren? <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, I'd be conservative and oh, say you, under. <laughs> I was going to say, I was not even Darren had texted in for himself. I mean, yeah. you wouldn't do that, Brad, would you? I've done that before, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not but not saying, like, how good is Brad or anything like that. I think it was, hey, uh, taking the mickey out of hills, Brad from your minor beach. <laughs> That's right. Um, I find you boring, Davo, unless you are talking about value. Oh, thank you. That's very funny. P- uh, Post-Christmas party etiquette. Never apologise. Look everyone in the eye when talking to them the next time and show up the next day at work. And I'm with Norm from Curry. Christmas rule, uh, pu- Christmas rule number one. No one remembers who was the second most drunk. Rule two, <laughs> rule two play up, front up. Norm, Norm speaks truth everywhere there. I, 
I just want to clarify, I'm not saying I'm boring because I don't drink, because I don't you think don't you need to, need to be boring. You don't have to defend yourself in this like that. space. I, I think that's great, but I think I need some more... Some, like, I just do formal all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you can, I need, well, you go fishing now and again. Yeah, I know when I can, but form just seems to consume my life every day at the moment. So anyway, Doing form with a off. hangover is not fun. Oh, is it not? <laughs> it's I'll not, is it? I'll chuck a six-year-old and two-year-old yeah, away from the weekend and you sort your stuff. That'll sort you right out. Yeah. Uh, we're just about open for the multi-hurls. We might, we might need to at least let the listeners know of the horses here because they might hear the horses and say, they are kidding. I want no part of that. But our behind-the-gates listeners are pretty loyal hurls and hopefully they want to be involved again yeah, today. We are dead set, Jude. There's no two ways about it. Uh, I'm about to go postal on my phone if it doesn't start um, behaving. All right, we have got the multi this week and it is, and I'll name and shame as well, uh, race two, number one, Exceladus for Darren. Yours truly has gone with Diamil in the Ingham. Race nine, number one, Nugget for Rich. Terrified of barrier one. Top four to run top four. And race 10, number 14, Banju. I'm sure we'll get to that race uh, shortly, but it has been well tried right throughout the week. Now, maximum bet, $25. We've got a dividend of $9. Wooshka open. Go to today's offers, and you will see it there right front and centre up the top. It's under racing offers if you're using the tab app. So $9 for top four, Accelerator, Diamel, Nugget, and Banju. Just a uh, text on the coming through here, Brad. It's good to see you're not protecting your average by taking a dollar forty pop this week. Yes, look, I, I love all these criticisms. It's great. I just keep. I, I enjoy it. It's good. It's good fun. People have a crack. I, I love it. Um, and you're right. Yes, I thought I'd go with the one with a bit of odds and, instead of. I, I'm take, the one this week. You're the one. Yeah. You know what, Brad? I thought, well. Actually, I'll hold off until we get to race nine. Yeah, I, I think I think it's a good a good day to have a go at a couple of things, uh, rough, and uh, yeah, bring it on. Let's go to the Ingham, shall we? What a race this is, Hurls. Race eight is the Ingham today. Two million dollars, of course. We know formerly the Villiers, a proper upgrade for the Ingham and the family. Um, a big day for them there today, and the Institute. Um, hopefully, some money is raised for them. The amazing work that they do. A market, please, Hurls for race eight. Yeah, and Ryadini's the favourite, $7 the field, if you don't mind. Like playing your exotics, it's going to be a cracking race to do so because I'll pay handsomely regardless of the result. Eight fifty to $7 Ryadini today. Brutality, eight fifty to $8. Six to eight fifty Huerta. Diamil, 12 to nine fifty today. They went up $21. Can't believe that. Uh, a tissue, nine fifty to 10 nine fifty to 11 for Darsran. Long Villas uh, is a $15 chance, and it's been... Nibbled today, in from $19. Sunshine rising 17 to 16. New mandate, 21 to 17. Kerwin's Lane, 17 to 19. 19 to 21. Skylab. Wild Planet, 26 to 21. Surf Dancer, 23 to 26. I might as well go through them all. Skyman, 31 to 26. 23 to 26 for Bartholomew Dias. Arameo, 31 to 34. 41 Polygrave, 41 for Lions Raw. Spirit Ridge, 51. And the outsider is Burdebeck at $81. So uh, it's pretty clear today that Ryadini has been best backed. It's now the favourite. Wirt has been very soft, 6 to 8.50. Diamel has been well tried, 12 to 9.50. I. You're going to say something, Rich? I was just going to 
go into the text message. That's all hers. Okay, me first. Uh, Huerta. Tell you what, hers. How about you go first? Huerta. I like the horse, class horse, group one winner. But I tell you what, um, Dave interviewed Peter Snowden during the week and he, he, I wouldn't say he didn't want a bar of it, but there was nah, well, zero I mean, confidence. It went up $6. It should have been should have been a one in front of that, $16. He went up I would wrong, agree with second favourite. Yeah, I mean, he's a classy horse, can win as, as mm. 10 can, but mm. off, a, off an injury, one trial, like... Dianil was down the outside giggling to him back on the inside. I, I know that the owners are hopeful today more than confident. Yes. Yeah, and I like the horse. Last 2,000 metre horse, but it's not it's not grand final day. Snowden's have said that, and he had to drift. He, he uh, can win, but yeah, six dollars uh, was uh, first sweet. up a stayer over 1,600. Or always like that. I'm sure yes. you've got some stats to yeah. to, to back that up. Mm. Um, and you talk about the injury. It was a strange injury. Eye, it was wasn't its it? eye. Yeah. yeah, and apparently it was um, it got spiked in the eye for a from some hay in the stable. So yeah. I know it's coming back from injury, but it's not like it's a tendon or anything well, like that. Well, that's true. But the other thing is 59 kilos yeah. first no, up fair enough. In, a, in a handicap. It's not easy. If he wins, that's a great effort. Am I right to go to those questions? Go for it. Yep. Uh, be quick with this uh, multi <coughs> two. It's off the charts. Oh. Good morning to the panel. Any opinion on race date number 20 while Planet, hopefully ridden a bit more conservatively, can finish off strongly? That's from Mark. So wants to know a bit about Wild Planet and maybe ridden that, that bit more off the pace. And um, again, Phil from Mudgee um, uh, talks about new mandate. Does he have a good each way chance here? Darren, I'll, I'll come to you. Thoughts on Wild Planet and new mandate and your overall take on the Ingham, please. I think Wild Planet maps quite well. Uh, with this with this lightweight, probably overdid it going forward last time in record time at Canberra in the gong. So Mup's OK. New Mandate is a very interesting runner. Twice the winner in the UK over a mile. The first run was all right in the Five Diamonds. I like the sneaky trials that he was having leading up to that. I've um, I put him in the top four here, New Mandate, and he's definitely going in the quaddy. But so many hopes. I, I thought the main chances, I was really impressed with the style of Dajran's victory in the festival at, at Rose Hill, just going forward, pouring the pressure on, and uh, and was too good. Made his own luck there. I, I just think this horse might be in a good space, and he really seems to excel on the much drier track. So I've gone Dajran over Brutality, who no doubt will be powering home at the end. I think Sky Lab's a good roughy, as long as the fence is fine. He was in the wrong part of the track at Canberra in the gong. And New Mandate in for fourth, but... Boy, it's a long list, I think, of other potentials. I was with Riadini in the gong, and I've sort of turned on him today, which I may well regret. Um, Diamel, a chance. And Long Villeur, number 19. I don't think he's completely out of it either, but uh, another tough race in the car, but I'll go with Dajran. I know he'll be up in the top three in the run. Reliably informed that your colleague David Gately makes Wild Planet his best value of the day. Yeah, I think he's a good chance. And Gately's a terrific judge. So, uh, yeah, look, he's just got to run out the mile. But that's the little niggle, maybe that last little 50 metres. But uh, I thought he was good in the in the gong. And that'll really toughen him up for this. He gets in light, of course. And I had him fourth pick. So in the mix for me. I ended up landing on Dye Miller, just looking for different form. And he comes through that five diamonds, which has been a, a strong form race. Um, is he good enough to win in $2 million Ingham? I suppose that might, that's a little niggle in the back of my mind, but he's got the, the 54 and a half on his back and he just needs luck from the low draw. I don't like the draw. It's a bit low for me. I, I liked him drawn out at, at Ramwick, uh, Rail True, but uh, yeah, I've gone with him to beat six Riadini, who I think will run very well again, and 
don't want to get on my soapbox again, but uh, yes, another lightly raced horse that would have started $3.50. They can't get a run in a feature race. Um, one day we'll have recent form as a factor weighted in there and these horses will get in because they'd be great for wagering in the, in the race to have these types in there. He'll have his chance when we get to the autumn oh, or the winter yeah, or the spring and he'll be in those races and wagering will be good. Yeah, but, but that's the thing. Someone else, another lightly race horse, will take his place in that one later on. So it's, it's you know, we want these horses in these races. That's my argument. We do. And they'll get their chance at a point, and I know what you mean as yeah. well, at the same time. Um, but if you just have a second tier recent form as, as a weighting in the race, so you can have, like, say, 70% on gonna, its actual that, rating. That's going to annoy and other connections as well of other horses. Yeah, but what it's going to do is it's going to take a lot of horses out of races that are 100 to 1 that should be a 1,000 to 1 that have got zero chance. And, and put in horses that have actually got chances, which which we all want. We want feature races with, you know, with your little horse that won the Golden Eagle, missed out on a Group 1, to, you know, running early in the year and, and all those sorts. We want them in the race. You do see 50 to 1 chances running into placings. Oh, you do. these kinds of races. You do. Picking up good checks for their owners. They'll, they'll win. They'll win every now and then. But what I'm saying is... is they don't even have to if win. If they come down quicker, then they'll actually... In, they can get back into races where they're actually more competitive as well. So then it gives them a chance to get their confidence back up to get back to that level. Might get the handicapper on one day for a chat. Yeah, yeah come on for racing New South Wales. Pearls. Uh, just a question there from Blue Bag. Uh, got on Nugget early at $11 a pre-nom bet, so I get my stake back. You do. My question for Tab is when. Uh, Blue Bag, just give one triple three nine zero a call, mate, and um, they should be able to sort you out pretty quickly. So one triple three nine dollars. Nine dollars. One triple three nine double o. Jeez, fellas, give Davo the anchor leg, or is it just the anchor figure? Uh, oh, that, is that the, the, la yeah, uh, the last leg? Yeah. Um, Lions Raw, quick comment on Lions Raw for a listener there. Uh, classy on his day, but not for me. Okay. No. No. <laughs> a, no <laughs> a no from the race caller. Race nine, uh, we might knock over another quickly, let Darren get to the races. Let's go to race number nine if we can, Hurls a Market, Benchmark 88 at the mile where Nugget is going to start the favourite, just a matter of what price. Yeah, it'll be really interesting if, I don't know if Tim Owens or Tim Ryan's on today as what Tab's going to do with it. It's one ninety five to $2. Bullfinch, 7 to six fifty back to $7. Uh, Mahogany's 10 to $8, dollars 850 to $9, Cisco Bay. Irish legend 12 to 10. Jojo was a man 13 to 11. And we go to Steely 10 to 12. Obviously the most popular runner in the race. Um, yeah, it was obviously, it was going to start to, close to favourite in the in the Villiers as well, or in the Ingham. Um, but yeah, I'll just be interested. So you're getting black figures at the moment. Brad Bullfinch just got out of the fetal position about half an hour ago after his first up run. Fair dinkum. Yeah, but never ever winning, was it? Well, well maybe running second, yeah. but Nugget was still going to put well, three on it. It's still had an exotics, but can still. I, can I just say something about Nugget? And you'll, you'll have your say. Um, went from the. What rating did he arrive in here? Was it an 87 or 88? And that he goes to a, a, 90, a 94. Mm. Do you think he? Do you think he was slugged enough by the handicapper for that Kimbler win? Yeah. Is that a? I mean, well, I, I think, I he, was think slug, he was slugged the best part of how many? What seven or eight points? Yeah, I think so. Is that right? Is that about right? Did he well, did he start here on a generous level? Because that's what they're yeah. trying to do with his imports is get them uh, on the generous level. Yeah. So they can go bang. Yeah. Well, I mean. He's got to go up a fair bit off that. I'm, 
there's always going to be people that say you should go up what four or five, but then it all depends on the dominance of the of the win. So, yep, um, he's probably gone up the the, the right level. I, I don't think the actual I think the rating system is pretty good. It's just um, you know it's hard to get these. The only the only knock on the rating systems for me is they don't come down quick enough. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So then so then and and there's no sort of no feel on recent form in there as a result. Okay, um, Darren Nugget, is it just uh, just go and take care of business again? With our uh, our opinion might get firmer as the day goes on. As long as the fence is all right, let's hope it doesn't end up like a frumos uh, from last week oh. off the <laughs> off the inside. But day. didn't didn't like the tab took it on, but fed income they were well, blessed. Yeah, but but Philosophy was just as unlucky. I reckon it'll be overplayed next time. Oh. I really do. I, I think it'll be overplayed because you look at Philosophy; it was going just as well and couldn't get out and we saw what happened the last time it was luckless uh, this the horse that was just as luckless lined up against it again and beat it so well, if you think the lassifier well, is she about a nine dollar ten dollar chance in a, a good race in brisbane today i think she is so, yeah yeah but oh I, mm. I thought i saw her up there darren she is yeah i don't know if she, uh, she was yesterday so i'm assuming yeah she's no still she in. is she is yep. yeah um, right, we sorry. need to look into that. Yeah, as Darren seeks to uh, to have a look at the uh, form of the Eretical Farmers, <laughs> yes, I can hear the ears pricking. Oh, they're pricked. <laughs> uh, yeah, it goes around in race eight this afternoon, and uh, it's yeah, it's currently it's not favourite. It's fifteen dollars. So it's good odds. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pit, and Tino's the favourite. Me up there. Yeah, I look at Eagle Farm today. I just, I mean, it was you got to. Going up to a much stronger race, all the same, but was luckless the other day. Now, this nugget is a very, very exciting horse, and off that rating of 94, I'm sure there's still more to come in the future. Zach Lloyd gets the weight down to 61, so that's fine. I was just deciding what to do here with the quaddy, whether I just go one out him, but I think I will put Bullfinch in uh, just in case, because I think Bullfinch will be a bit fitter now, wasn't fully tested last time out, and if Nugget meets with some bad luck in this race today. I think Bullfinch is the most likely one, or perhaps Steely with blinkers on. They were the only two I was looking at that might upset Nugget. Um, Darren, I think you, you have to go, don't you? Jump in the car and go um, into the sports? No, I'm not under the pump today. Okay, no worries. It's only well, a six-minute walk. Yeah. <laughs> hang, <laughs> hang around there. Hang around. If, uh, we're only, we're only, well, there's a quiz coming up, and we don't want to keep pa Paul Ambrosoli no. and the wine lovers waiting, so we'll, uh, we'll get to that shortly. But Look, he's hard to beat. He just... It's, it's gate one, that's the concern. But I wouldn't be worried about him getting held up. There's no issue there because Rose Hill, Rose Hill rail, rail out, that they stay, they stay tight. So that's where, that's where barrier one's always going to be a major concern there. Ramwick rail, true, they're going to fan. So he, he'll get out, there's no issue with that. The issue is uh, the fact that the inside might not be the place to be at all. So he might be running, you know, lanes one to two, three, where they're all five to seven, which is generally the case. Rail True Ramwick was the best pad. So that is the, the concern, gate one, but it's, it's not so much of a held up factor for me. It's more maybe wrong part of the track. But I still think he's probably too good. He's, he's, he's progressive. He gets the claim. Zach Lloyd's claim is just a bonus. He's riding as well as pretty much any senior jockey in Sydney apart from your top couple, you know. Um, so, yeah, I think he's hard to beat. 
probably want 210, 220 to, to play personally, just with that little factor in mind, or just wait and see how the track plays? Johnny says Steely's been quite costly for me recently. Do I even consider backing him today? Well, he's wide no cover the other day, and, and Nugget had his back, so I thought his run was good. My little niggle with him is I, I think he's a much better horse at Kimbler than anywhere else, but um, you can't say no considering the run he had the other day. He'd sort of do all the bullocking work for Nugget. Race 10, Hurls, might uh, have a quick look at race 10 and uh, then we'll get the thoughts on the guys, their best and that kind of thing. But a, a question around race 10, please. Democra- Democracy Manifest is our favourite. And I can tell you it's most popular in terms of dollars held today. Fluctuations-wise, it's now into 3.30, open to 3.20 this morning. Kanazawa's been well-backed. It's been well-backed all week. $23 it opened up at. 9.50 to 6.50 for Arnaquir. Banjo. 11 to 8. They went up $23. I know someone next to me is keen on it, as is uh, Brad Gray. Uh, Robusto, 9 to 8.50. 11 to 9.50. Back to 11. Lovely that's for Estero. Lovely Esteem, 12 to 13. This is a really deep race. Uh, Yeah, I would say Democracy Manifest will probably get out. It's been up for a fair while, bro. This is 7th run. He's the horse to beat Democracy Manifest. He's going to get back and, and run on rail true better gate can still a bit closer they're both positive so he'll be hard to hold out i've got him on top i thought banju was the little play out wide but i just think he might find democracy manifest a little bit too sharp late but i think he's the one on speed that rolls here and, and just gives a really good kick i backed him to place which is i don't normally like playing place but i just thought 330 this morning was was decent um and then six and seven there democracy manifest uh darren just a question to you quickly how much time do you actually think about these things that you say, you know, particularly as horses go across the line, you're well-renowned for it and some of them are absolute crackers. Do you think a lot before the race or is it just... I mean, obviously they are pre-thought out because you can't just come up with that stuff on the spot, I'm assuming. How does it play out? They're called, um, they're called Doncaster Hotel Sessions, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're fantastic, <laughs> some of them. <laughs> Actually, I think the Democracy Manifest uh, was decided at the Doncaster Hotel the day before. At the um, Table of Knowledge. At the table of knowledge. You, it's like you've been there. <laughs> I'm um, still recovering. What's the one you're proudest of? Oh. oh uh, Tip-top's the one today. Was yeah, that, that got a good response thing? at the time. Mm. Yes. See, there's been some crackers. Um, um, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I won't have any particular game plan with Democracy Manifest because, boy, he's coming from these bad positions lately, but... God, he's runs in defeat. All three of them uh, leading up to this have just been outstanding. Just makes you wonder how much he can keep producing. I love the booking at Nashua Willa today, so I am going with Democracy Manifest on top over uh, Robusto. I think Robusto will be hitting the line uh, quite well. Arna Kerr, uh, we've got a good run. And Banju did do plenty of work uh, last time out, but... I'll stick with my old mate here, Democracy Manifest. Well, uh, we, we will let you go, Darren, <laughs> but we haven't even spoken. Your, your best bet is, am I right in saying Exilatus in race two? We haven't spoken about race two. Mm. Well, I thought, uh, owing to the fact that I let the whole team down by going in the last race last week with newly wed. Did you want to let us down by going out early? Didn't want to bring it up. <laughs> Uh, well, I suppose I could have it. gone with a Stadio Mastala and had the same result. Mm, that's true. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, anyways, that's, we've got to move forward, haven't we? I, I think Excelidus so ran really well from that bad gate at Canberra in the midway last time out. Drawn to get a, a beautiful run. It's just got the right speed to be in the right spot. And I think for the purposes of, of what we're trying to achieve here by running in the top four, I can't see him missing the top four. Excelidus, I'm making the best. King Rattel, Brad. Blinkers, last time blinkers were on, uh, won it at this track and distance, uh, but he's that low percentage style get back, just on newly wet. Isn't that one of Darren's good ones? What did he say last week? That that marriage <laughs> is on the rocks already. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> and and as, as a texter says here, surely the party boy is like the cult the cult name for a horse, isn't it? Uh, Shelby 66. Yeah, he's been out every week. Party boy. Oh, the party boy. <laughs> he's out every week. Party boy. Um, he's good. Thank you. Darren, look forward to your calls today. Be careful crossing the road, and we'll chat next weekend. Yeah, you've got to watch out for these cyclists now. They're getting a lot of confidence now. They're building these bike lanes along Doncaster Avenue. Well, better be, oh, they'd, they'd better be careful, not you. You <laughs> didn't see that coming, did you? We're going to ride into a, a Darren Flindell in full stride. Thank you, mate. We'll speak next Saturday. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Darren, Good luck today. Darren Flindell calling all the action. Just, um, uh, yeah, your final comments there on race... Uh, yeah, just Ban- Banju I went with, um, but no, I went with Democracy Manifest on top, but I thought Banju was the one at each way I was at a run well. Um, um, best, I went race nine, number one, Nugget, and value race eight, Dime Mill, but like I said, tough, tough day. The text there about Detonated Jack in Melbourne. What's your yeah. best in Melbourne? Well, I, t- I struggled. Um, probably the Cunning Fox, but... Um, Look, uh, he'll be hard to beat. Two-horse race, him and Green Fly probably got the, the better stats on top of the ground so he can turn the tables. That was a big win by Green Fly. It was, yeah, down start. the outside, really right good part. Win. But um, I think he'll turn the tables. But, yeah, you'd, you know, the price is pretty skinny considering the other horse beat him last time. Thanks, mate. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Good to see you wore your painting jacket in here, too. Well, I was trying to work out whether I'm trying not to wake up my wife, so well, I'm literally grabbing whatever I can and just out of the house. Organise your clothes the night before. Yeah. I, I'm not sure not Andrew Hurley should be talking about what. I like that shirt, wear. even though you could probably put another button up like every week. No, but not uh, he's, he's got the three buttons down, but it's a good shirt. I like it, Hills. Thanks, mate. Thank you, Brad. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. All good luck. Davidson, very good. Uh, Sky Racing One with Andrew Martin and uh, and David Gately. We're late for Paul Ambrosoli. Hells, what do you have to add before we let you go? Uh, Well, no surprise that the Behind the Gates multi has sold out. But, um, yeah, you have to be quick. But over 1,000 customers uh, got on. Today's Jockeys Challenge, $1.65, Brent Navdala, Nashra Willa at $6.50, $6.00, any other jockey option, $8.50, Rachel King, Zach Lloyd at $19.00 along with Karen McAvoy and Timmy Clarks at $14. Races 1 to 6 at Ramwick, Sandown and Eagle Farm. Uh, if your horse runs second or third, you get a bonus bet back up to $50. I think that's it. Thanks, Hells. All right. Thank you. Is this it for you next week? No, no, next, next week. week's my, my farewell for the, year, for the year. Your well, farewell. For the year. Well, I hope it's not, but it's time for a spell. Yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, See you later. See you next week. See you, buddy. Andrew Hurley, you'll hear him across the various Sky Racing networks um, around the place as well. Six past 11. If Paul Ambrosoli is there, I think he he will be shortly. We'll take a break. Then it's back with quiz time at a Bordley quiz next year on Racing HQ Saturday.
trainer James Ponsonby. An opportunity turned up to go and work for Mark Nurnham. I knew as a friend of the family to a degree when he was jockey. That was probably the pivotal moment because I knew that I was going to go and work for a person who sort of stood for integrity, had a good name in the industry. Obviously a guy at that stage, he'd only had his own license for I think for two and a half seasons at that stage and was making a real fist of it. 11am Monday on Racing HQ. place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe first time every time is right here live and exclusive across the sky racing network hello frank walker from national time frank you've been advertising on radio for over 25 years now yep. radio has built the national tiles brand why has it been so effective radio builds trust they trust our brand it's helped make us the largest family-owned tile company in australia lifetime guarantee frank you had me at hello <laughs> that's the power of radio, Grace. Discover the unlimited ways radio can build trust in your brand at commercialradio.com.au. Radio Unlimited. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. Bet fixed odds on races 1 to 6 at Randwick, Sandown and Eagle Farm. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back for running second or third on 18 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. The Australian Women's Health Diary does more than help organise our lives. It's packed with expert health advice important to every woman. Plus, every diary sold supports research into the treatment, prevention and cure of breast cancer. Just $19.99 from newsagents, Woolworths, participating post offices and online at womenshealthdiary.com.au. The Australian Women's Health Diary, the diary that saves lives. Buy one for yourself and the special women in your life. Tis the season for harness racing. The 2022 Tab Queensland Summer Harness Season continues at the Creek this Saturday. Highlighted by the Lord Mayor's Cup, the night also includes three Q-bred features for the Sunshine State's finest. So watch on as Queensland's best two- and three-year-olds go head-to-head for festive season bragging rights. Check out racingqueensland.com.au. Queensland is racing. Gamble You're listening to Racing HQ with Richard Haynes on Sky Sports Radio. 10 past 11, 10 past 10 in Queensland. Good to have you with us, Debordley. Time to win some wine if you can get the uh, get the question right on the money. And that means it's a very good morning to Paul Ambrosoli. G'day, Paul. And good morning to you, Richard. Yes, so that's all I've got to do. I answer a very simple question and uh, be the first one through on 1353.53 and doing that. And you'll be able to win a twin pack of Windy Peak wine. There's a half a dozen bottles of the Windy Peak range, and it's really simple when you just walk and ask for a debordly. And this is a very simple question today, too. I made it simple because it's a good meeting. It's the Ingham Stakes Day. The Ingham Stakes was formerly the Villiers Stakes. And it's a, there's a celebration today, 130 years old, an anniversary of 130 years, the Villiers. All you've got to do is tell me, the name of the horse that won the very first Villiers stakes back in 1892. 1892, what was the name of the horse that won the first Villiers stake? And I'd say it's a pretty good Australian name that won it too. Okay? So uh, we're waiting for that 1353.53. And as I said, Christmas is coming along. 
you're looking for a simple wine to put on the table, one that's going to be enjoyed by everybody, not a big wine, just a middle-of-the-road, nice wine that everybody will enjoy. The Windy Peak range from De Bordley is excellent. There's three whites, there's a Chardonnay, Sauvignon Blanc, for those who like a little sweeter wine, and for those who enjoy a good quality white wine, the Pinot Grigio is great. That's a favourite. My favourite in the reds is the Shiraz. It's just a medium-bodied Shiraz that goes over so very, very nicely. And, of course, you've got the Pinot Noir and the Cabernet Sauvignon. Six bottles in the Windy Peak range, and they're all quality, and that's what you always like to have when you're trying to back a winner, a quality horse. This is a quality wine. Try it for Christmas. Now, listen, do we have a winner there uh, at this stage, which I'm sure we, sure we have? We don't have a winner uh, just as, Not as yet. yet. No, nothing, nothing in more... So we're going back to the the winner of the first. Ah, uh, we have a we have it we have a winner. We have yeah, a winner. It was, in, it was run in 1892, and I said it was a very good Australian name. This is 2022. It was run in 1892, and you're listening to the old 2KY. What was the name of the horse? Two Bob. <laughs> well, it's Pete. It's Pete from Pete from Cronulla. Has come Pete away with the uh, the wine this morning, Pete. Well, Pete from Cronulla. Yeah, Peter enjoys correctly. a nice red, and along the way, and he hasn't won since Adam was a boy. So good on you, Peter. Good to see you've won again, and uh, that's pleasing because coming into Christmas, that's good. Eighteen ninety-two, and the name was Two Bob. And as I said, it's a pretty good Australian name, Two Bob. Okay, he used to throw them for on Anzac Day every time. All right, that's it. Nothing else to report today. You've had the quiz. You've had the winner. Tune in next week, and uh, you'll be able to have another attempt at winning it, okay? Thank you, Richard. Good, Good on you, Paul. You. Good morning, everybody. Well done, Paul Ambrosoli uh, with the De Bordoli quiz, and good on you, Pete from Cronulla, who has answered correctly. Well done. Uh, and there's some wine coming your way, just in time for Christmas and other festive celebrations. So we uh, we look towards racing in Adelaide today as well. It's, uh, there's a Morpherville program uh, to be decided. It's, um, it's a stinker down there. It's meant to get to around 35 degrees um, is what uh, the forecast is for Adelaide racing today. They have nine races um, to be decided and at around this time every morning, a bit of a chat with uh, with Pete Ellis, who has done the form. He does the form for uh, all different places, and he is with us on the line on a Saturday morning. G'day, Pete. Hello, Richard. How are you? Good, thank you. Testing conditions, uh, it would seem, for, for participants today. I just can't quite hear. There's a, it's a bare line. I just said uh, testing conditions with the heat around there today. Oh, yeah. yeah, 35 degrees forecast, so we're... Uh on the warm side, they put 28 mil of irrigation on for the week, but we can find a few winners that'll keep everybody nice and cool. You're not wrong. Let's get going with the two-year-olds here, Pete. Uh, made uh, set weights, two-year-olds, 1,050 metres. The first starters here. Number four, Splish Splash is a $2.50 favourite. Number five, Tapani is on debut at 310. Kalasek, the one at 420, and Angelique, tab number two, at $4.80. The two-year-olds in race one, Peter. Yeah, very tricky. Richard, I'll, I'll go with Swiss Splash, but the betting tells the story. It uh, did win a jump out. I've got Tiffany uh, for second. The one that has raced, Angelique, she had good speed at Flemington there on Oaks Day. 
retired the last 200, so the run wasn't as bad as it looked, a tenth of 16 and Kelsack for the first ball, but uh, I think I'll just sit back and watch, 4, 5, 2 and 1. Race 2 out of Adelaide today, benchmark 82 going over the 1800 metres number 3, Hop on Harry is a $2.90 fixed favourite Wild Imagination found some form last start at three seventy. Morty, tab number 1 at $5 $7 about number 4, Lakes Folly. What do we think for race 2, Pete? Yeah, I've got to make, make a case for everything in the race, Richard. I'm with Paul, me famous at odds. Just been getting too far back. Uh, over shorter trips, 1550, 1600. I think over them, 18, it'll race a lot closer. And there's a winner over 2000 or more, Bill. So about the $9, I'm happy to go with him. Hop on Harry, the obvious danger. First run at the distance, but gives every impression he'll uh, he'll get it. Uh, it was a good winner two runs ago, and then battle a lot after a wide run behind Mike Khalifa, most recent run. Well, a major motion got out to the 1600 last time, won easily. And got form over longer. And Morty was a winner over the course and distance in that John Let's Cup two runs ago. And just went back to the mile, was wide, and probably just found a bit sharp there. But I went two and odds to be three, one, and seven. Race three is for the Stayers, a benchmark 82 over the 2,500 metres. Sula Nuage, tab number two for Matt Kamani, Baron Vorster, $2.40 favourite. Number three, Dala Max is there at three ninety four Buskers Ballad four forty and Robe Raider a seven dollar fifty chance. How do you see race three, Peter? Yeah, this race really tests us somewhat. Buskers Ballad, I know he can mix his form, but he does stay well. One fifth in an, in an Adelaide Cup, and uh, just didn't have all the favours the other day when boxed up on the fence. But Dala Max today, he is certainly working towards a win. Good effort there at Canterbury with a big late last start. It's won five races in SA, so that's a plus. The Fibbit Sawaj, what's it, um, Sule Nawaj, um, had 12 runs in Australia for one win, and that was all for a break when it won in the parks uh, three runs ago. The last run was a Flemington on Melbourne Cup Day, failed there. And Road Raiders, she's an honest man, she's a chance. But tough race, 4 3. Two and six. Race four, three-year-old maiden uh, set weights, 1,050 metres. Number five, La Defence, $2.40 favourite on the fixed market. Four, Ice Symphony, 4.20. Number nine, Validated, is at $4.80. Then we get out to number two, Fillets, is there at $13, having a first start today. La Defence, a $2.40 favourite for race four. Yeah, I'm with a favourite. I got back on debut there on the park circuit and charged home in second, so... The extra few metres on the main track, a couple of pluses. I've Symphony first up, failed in the soft before a break, but was unlucky not to place on debut on the parks prior to that. Validated was a uh, a big run there, uh, went third in the maiden on the parks and fillets on a couple of barrier trials. So uh, I'll be putting it in five, four, nine and two. Uh, race five we go to now, the uh, Morfittville preview with Pete Ellis here. Class 1, 1,200 metres for race number five, where number four, Who's Clang, sits as a $2.50 favourite. Number five, Winning Revolution, $4.60. Foxy Femme is there at eight fifty, and so is number 12, Lucky Fortuna. Who's Clang, the favourite at the moment for race five? Yeah, with the five, I don't really want to take the six to four. It was a winner on debut. Um, there on the parks. Then last up was wide when a short price favourite. Battle on went third to Dancing Stream. So I've got it on. That was a 62. So I'm going to fly the line. The danger. Big run on debut with 60 to 1 chance at the bridge and then breakthrough winning its maiden at Morfordville. Lucky Fortuners had the two runs on good ground and they've both been good efforts. And winning Revolution. Query at the trip. First run in SA was a good effort behind the magistrates. So if it goes off in there, it's certainly hard to beat. I was 4 3. 
12.5. Okay, fly the line and fly the line number three and eleven dollar chance in the placings for Peter there. Race six, first leg of the quaddy. Grand Syndicates benchmark sixty-four over the eighteen hundred meters. We're number one residue, two dollar eighty favourite. Eagle Lou, tab number three, is at four sixty, and then entitled Princess and Fox Gem. Residue, pretty firm favourite for race six. Yeah, with the favourite, Rich. Um and it looks pretty well placed here. Run fourth in the Chairman's. Uh, that was over the 2,000. Run third in the Natalie Guineas. That was over the mile. Uh, good effort last start behind mile. Imagination was wide there and battle on well over the 1,600 the box seat here. I've got Eagle the Danger. Charged home with Balaclava behind Yardstick. Uh, went runner-up and then went to Gawler last start. Won easily, so it's certainly hitting in the right direction. Ballroom dancers certainly improves the stepping up in trip. One is past two, both over the 1,600. One at Stratham, one at Bill, and Fox Gems. Normally thereabouts, but a wave relief supply here, so it's one for just exotics. One, three, two, and six. Race seven is a benchmark 64, 1,050 metres. Uh, Jean Valjean, number 12 at 360. Uh, 13 Sabre Metric right there at 370. Hallowed Ground is second up. The toppy here uh, with the three kilo claim will be useful at 650. And pin number six at $7.50. Cumin, number three, resumes here, is at $9. But not much at the moment between numbers 12 and 13 for race seven. Yeah, that's where I am. I'm with John Belgeen. Uh, it was impressive first up at Morphville and then last up. Uh, was just wide and narrowly beaten and that really good uh, race at Ocean Reward beat the Gubbin. That was the transfer meeting to the Wednesday from the Saturday owing to the uh, Thunder and Lightning. Um, the Sabermatic, the danger. That was impressive uh, winning a restricted race there at Morphville. Last uh, just got stuck on the fence where he didn't want to be. It was an odds-on favourite with seven to radio. Um, and Jopin, been in the money as part of seven, and uh, most recent was a winner over the course and distance, and uh, Cumin uh, has got a good record fresh, so it goes in, but with the 12, 13, 6 and 3. Getting on to race 8, uh, a listed contest here, the Christmas Handicap, the listed race of the day, going over the 1,200 metres, where number 8, Struck By, is your current 360 favourite, number 9, Manhattan Times at 390, and they come away from Diamonds at $8, Streetcar Stranger at $8.50, but yeah, the market so settling around numbers 8 and 9 here, Peter, for the feature. Yeah, it's always a good race and always a good betting race. I'm a streetcar stranger. So two runs back, both in Victoria, one at the Valley. It wasn't picked up some light ground there over the thousand. I went to Caulfield behind the informed jigsaw in the Dubton and again finished strongly. So I think out to the uh, 1,200 and more field with the, with the no claim and the weights is only three over the minimum. So I'm happy to go with uh, him on an each way basis. I think he's around about eight or nine dollars. Manhattan Times, uh, he'd been a bit frustrating. I've been on his last three. He was sort of 7.50 into about five to four the other day. Looked home and got run down by Diamonds, but he's on the minimum and he's drawn wide, so he likes room. So, but him is the danger. Struck by, terrific effort of Flemington uh, on Melbourne Cup Day in the Greys race. Over the point and back to the 12 last start. Conceded, keep reading an informed gallop of four kilos when narrowly beaten. I thought Outlaw's Revenge it won this race last year. Had no luck when resuming the City of Marion. So around that $19, $20 mark, certainly worth including 2985. 
ninth and last on the day, a benchmark 64, 1,200 metres. Number 13, Test the Law, currently 3.90 fixed. Number 7, Smoke and Val, is at $4. Number 4, Outpost, $5. And then $7.50 about number 5, Bamiyan Buddha Tani Tradition at $8. How do we see race 9, Peter? Yeah, with Smoke and Val, she hasn't won in over 12 months. Threatened to do so on several occasions, three runs ago. Flew home behind with Gina Lana, start behind Aston Rapova, who saved plenty of ground on the inside when she sort of come wide. So I've got her on top. Got um, Colin Danger. It was a good third of Cranbourne and a stronger race. The horse that Peter there went to Sandow, went to Peckham last week and won. And then the subsequent effort just got stuck on the fence there in the 1400, I think, back to the 12 suits. Banyan Buddha, just our class there in the city of Marion, did win two over the course and distance prior to that. And outpost, just had excuses as last two, take catching, uh, if things sort of fall its way. I'm seven, two, five and four. Best on the day, Peter. I thought Residue would probably win uh, race six, Richard, race six, number one, Residue, and we might go each way into the Christmas race eight, number two, Streetcar Stranger. Have you done the form for anywhere else around the place? Uh, I ran out of time, to be <laughs> honest. Uh, I did want to have a good look at the Villiers, but I sort of still, still looking at it. What did you like in the Villiers? Uh, I, I know that the stable and connection sort of, I don't know whether he's quite totally ready for today. I thought Huertor's class takes him a fair way. I, might, I don't know whether... It's, uh, it's always a good race. I love those miles at Randwick and uh, they're great races to bet on, aren't they? Yeah, a big, big field. And if you, if you like one, I'm not about to put you off and the market sort of says that way. Good on you, Pete. Thank you. Thank Richard, all the best. Okay, very good. Um, Peter Ellis there. Oh, there might be some controversy for the Debordley quiz this morning. Um, the question was, what was the name of the first horse to win uh, the first horse to win the Villiers in 1892? Um, the answer was taken as two bob, which is incorrect. The answer is two up. Yeah, it was, it was, me- it was mentioned as two up. Yeah, okay. We had well, the answer was came through. The person said two up, and that was um, the answer that Nick was given. I think Paul meant two up and may have said two bob, but the answer was was correct as it came through to us. So, thank you for those people that have um, given us the feedback there. The answer that was supplied to us by the winning by Pete from Cronulla. Pete from Cronulla said two up, um, and they were in fact correct in answering that way. Short break here on Racing HQ Saturday. We might hear from the tab shortly. Um, Timmy Ryan back on deck and he'll give us the tab's thoughts on on Ramwick shortly on Trading Places. Hunter's Postmortem with Dave Stanley. Richard, you had sunshine rising. You've got it later as a horse to follow. Richard Callum. Oh, I don't think anyone missed it. It was big in condition. I saw him in the yard. Lovely looking animal for a nine-year-old. And um, I thought he was terrific. Ron Duffersey. But he was regarded in a very strong year as being in the top eight horses in Hong Kong. We've got to respect him going forward. Hunter's Postmortem. Monday, 9am, Racing HQ. The typical Aussie way of cooking meat is if it looks cooked... It probably is cooked, right? Wrong. When cooking meat, it's all about bringing the right amount of heat, especially if you want to avoid food poisoning. And the easiest way to check that meat is perfectly and safely cooked is to use a meat thermometer. To check the safe temperature for whatever kind of meat you're cooking, just head to the Food Safety website. That's foodsafety.asn.au. A message from the Food Safety Information Council. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. 
fixed odds on races 1 to 6 at Randwick, Sandown and Eagle Farm. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back for running second or third on 18 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1-800-858-858. Hunter's Postmortem with Dave Stanley. Richard, you had sunshine rising. You've got it later as a horse to follow. Richard Callum. Oh, I don't think anyone missed it. It was big in condition. I saw him in the yard. Lovely looking animal for a nine-year-old. And um, I thought he was terrific. Ron Duffersey. But he was regarded in a very strong year as being in the top eight horses in Hong Kong. We've got to respect him going forward. Hunter's Postmortem. Monday, 9 a.m. Racing HQ. On Racing HQ, Trading Places with TAP senior trader Tim Ryan. Yes, that's uh, that's correct. And, um, yeah, it's time for Trading Places here uh, on Racing HQ Saturday. A few horses there that... More than a few horses that Tab could take on. It's just one of those days and open, open markets, but a couple of shorties at the same time. Tim, hello to you. Good morning, Richard. Good morning, Pontus. Yeah, something for everyone today. There's some wide-open races. We've got $7 a field in the Villiers. We've got a couple of shorties. Um, we have beautiful day in Sydney today. A true rail. Should be a fair track. I think punters should. Well, I look, I'm pretty excited. So, yeah, let's rip it. Let's rip in. Okay, just uh, race five, number six. We gave some of those Tommy Berry replacements earlier, but race five, number six, Blanc de Blanc, English Nursery, um, Blanc de Blanc, Tommy Berry replaced by Regan Bayliss. And just a change of tactics there before we get going here. Race 10, number 13, Kanazawa, to settle further forward in a midfield position. So a few of these might uh, might filter through as we are doing uh, this Trading Places segment. We'll bring them to you as they do come through. But, uh, Tim, we get, uh, get going here in a tick under an hour is the Arrowfield Stud Highway. Class 3 set weights, 1,000 metres, where number one, Salia, is a $4.60 favourite. Number 17, Penthouse, is at uh, $5. I'm not slew. Now into $7.50. Pretty Woman, $9.50. An extra flash uh, around that $10 quote. Any opinions on the highway, Tim? Uh, it's blue wide open. <laughs> These highways always are. Actually, not a bad race, this one. 1,000 metres, class three. Salire, your favourite at 460. I think it's the rightful favourite. Um, and I think it's probably about the right price. Uh, it was very good to the eye winning last start. I like it kind of kept fresh at this 1,000 metres. In saying all that, it's a back marker. So, Look, if it got any shorter, I'd lay it. Uh, if it got any longer, I'd keep it safe. So I think it's just about right. I want it to be against the second pick, Penthouse. Um, just drawn pretty poorly in 16. And I think it's a horse that needs control. And I, I just feel it'll kick up underneath it. And it won't get its own way. So a little bit against Penthouse. Third pick, I'm not slew. Um, I think it's a worthy enough third pick. It was good. Last start in the highway, barrier two. It's going to get a nice run. So look, pretty wide open. Solera, right favourite, the right price. So Solera is sort of the one you like? Well, it's the one I like, but um, I think it's the right price. Okay. Um, and I'm against Penthouse. Fair enough. Let's go on to race two on the day here. The Bob Ingham AO Midway benchmark 72 over the mile. We're number one, Excelidus. Darren Flindell's best of the day. $3.10 favourite. Number three, Floating, 370. King Rattel, 480. And Mediaro at $8.50 for race two here, Tim. 
Yeah, Excelidus is a horse I do like. Uh, comes out of midway form. That's good for another midway. It ran a good second there. And that midway has proven to be a really strong form reference. It's been, I think, four or five winners that have come out of that race and won at their next start. So um, Barrier 2 maps perfectly, 310. Probably get a little bit on the shorter side, but uh, I think it warrants it. We're uh, against the second pick floating at $3.70. Just pushing it out just a little bit now. All this forms at Newcastle. Thought it was disappointing last night at Rose Hill. Maybe back in distance will help, but it's also had a long prep and, and maps poorly. So definitely against floating. Wanted to be against King Rattel. It's another heavy back marker and it's going to be spotting Exolitus. A really, really big start. So Exolitus, a fave that I'm not that keen to lay in race two. Race three is the Jackingham AO handicap here. Benchmark 72, 1100 metres. I own a Merck. Pretty clear 370 favourite. Now number three, Sacrimony at 480. Operative in the mix here at 550. Billion dollar baby, Vianello, uh there as well. What do we think for race three, Tim? Yeah, definitely want to lay this favourite. Uh, we bet the wrong price earlier in the week and um, good luck to those punters who, who got on at those early prices. And thought it was probably going to bottom out kind of around that 4 or $5 mark. Um, and then they came again for it this morning. So it got in the short of 360, just out to 370. My main pot on it is just yeah, the races that it's coming out of. I know it's got upside and it was a bit stiff last start, but... It comes out of a, a really quite average uh, Wednesday race, stepping up to a Saturday race, draws barrier 10. You know, it's, it's a tricky draw for Rachel. She's either going to have to push forward in a race with a bit of pace or, or she's going to go back and be spotting in the start. And I think it's really poor value at 370. I don't, personally, I don't have a favourite. I have Sacramony favourite. So I suppose it's my keepsake in the race. It, it's just got rock solid Saturday form. Second up form is great. Um, didn't give him to claim, it gets in all right. So, I think it's hardest to beat. Third pick operative, I want it to be against as well. I pushed it out this morning, 460 out to 550. Thought it had favours winning a midweek race as well. It comes through another midweek race. Similar to Iron American, and stepping up to Saturday, I wanted to take it on. Um, billion dollar baby sits there at $8. It's first up. Not really sure what to do with it. Vianello, I'll keep it a little bit safe. Started quite short in a race at Kemba the other day, and it had enough excuses. And uh, I just like the Saturday form in this race. Race four is the Max Brenner Christmas Cup. You been to Max Brenner's? Oh, I can't say I'm a big uh, Max Brenner fan. I like my coffee, but not so much the uh, the hot chocolate. Fair enough. Appreciate their sponsorship. Mine's have never heard of them. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, not surprised by that. Stayers here, and we appreciate their sponsorship. I'm sure the Turf Club do have a Christmas Cup here. Mile and a half listed. Rondino, tab number 10, 440 favourite. Number one, Dr. Drill, 550. Regal Lion, $6. So is Gin Martini. Nice open market here for the Stayers here, I'm sure. Warning, Bonnie Ezra will have their fans. Darren Flindell tipping Pale King here, Tim. Pale King, yeah. Look, uh, it's probably... Well, it's much better suited back to the 2,400 metres um, today. Funny, you've got, what have we got, seven horses coming out of that race, that Bonnie Ezra race, and I definitely, I definitely think it is the right form line. I'm going to go that way. I'm going to go with Rondino, which is our favourite 440. Um, I think 440 is even a takeable prize. I thought he was very, very stiff in that race. Um, just had no luck at all. If I had any luck, it would have won. And that was at 2,000 metres, and oh, I think this horse is better suited at the 2,400. That draws barrier 10, and it's probably, you know, it's probably going to have to be back near last, but it's probably going to be there anyway. It is a back marker, so 
Yeah, Ron Dino, I, I think it's it's got a lot of upside and, and more upside than than a lot of these horses in this race. You know, a lot of these have been around and around. Dr. Drill, warning. I've had plenty of chances. Um, and I'm just looking for something on the way up. So that's Ron Dino, 440. He's definitely one to keep safe. Dr. Drill, got a carry of 59 kilos, hasn't won in donkey's years. 550 I'll be against. Regal Lion, $6 the third pick. I've got my doubts at 2400 So I'm a little bit against it. Gin Martini, probably getting to silly odds. Um, opened up 440, 460 on Wednesday, now it's 650. Not really suited, I don't think, back in distance, but if it got to too big odds, I could could concede it a chance. We spoke about warning. It's just, you know, it wants wetter tracks and hasn't won in a long time. And Bonnie Ezra was probably the one that had all the luck in that race that it won the other day and, and maybe won't get it today. Race five, the English Nursery, two-year-olds, half a million dollars. Number eight, Facile. She's been there at a dollar eighty for a little while now. Uh, Blanc de Blanc, five fifty. Regan Bayless takes over there. Disneck at seven dollars fifty. What are we doing here for the English Nursery? Yeah, well, that dollar eighty. It's the best price in the market by a long way. I can see a little bit of dollar seventy-five and a lot of dollar seventy. So, look, we're out there on our own for the sale. Uh, I nearly fell off my chair when I logged in this morning and saw we were a dollar sixty-five. Um, that that's very, very, very short. So we're out to a dollar eighty. I'm going to make it my lay of the day. I've got a rated evens, and that's where I'm going to be pushing to. Um, obviously, it was very good in its trials. It looked very, very stylish. It ran fast time, but you never really know um, until the pressure goes on whether there's any more there, and probably. It, it's going to go forward, but it's probably going to have to sit outside the thing of, um, of Beyond Baker's line of law. I shouldn't call it a thing. The horse of Beyond Baker's line of law. You know, it's always a tough thing for a start sitting outside the lead. There's going to be plenty of pressure here. So, look, $1.80, I lay all day long. Like I said, I'm going to be pushing to evens. It's the lay of the day for Seal. The second and third pick, Blanc de Blanc and Disneck, they're both winners. Um, I know Blanc de Blanc only kind of won by a short margin, but, you know, if you go back to... Um, it's barrier trials. It's, they were almost as impressive as Facile. Um, and, you know, Blanc de Blanc's gone to Newcastle. It was $1.12 or whatever there. Got the job done. Not, not in great fun, but it did the job. So, look, I like the two winners. I do like um, another first start here, the Little Pumper. The Woodhouse Bot Stable's flying. Their two-year-olds are going well. And it trialled the same day as Facile um, and in slower time, but... It was pushed out. I know what it's going to do under pressure, and it comes. It races, gets the advantage of racing on its home track as well. So it's the one I'll keep safe, little pumper. But uh, yeah, Blanc to Blanc, Disneck, great chances to seal well under the odds. Pretty sure if you hit two dollars, Duff will have a bet. Uh, on yeah, I'll already dirty him up on, on Sky Thoroughbred Central. <laughs> He's excited. Let's get on to race six here. The Mayor, Phillies and Mayors here, benchmark 88 over the 1,200 metres. Number four, Authentic Jewel. She's a $3.90 favourite here. Kerr Royale uh, at $4.20. Brookspire at $5.00. And then Queen Bellissimo a $7.50 chance and per in a wave for race six here, Tim. Quite like the favourite, Authentic Jewel. Um out to 1,200 metres. It's only had the one start at the 1,200 and was a really good second in a Gosford Guineas. I think the important thing with it is, uh, you know, it's been racing over the 1,100 and hasn't been able to get the front, hasn't been able to find control. Whereas today, I think it's, well, it's definitely the fastest horse. So it should be able to get control. There is a bit of other pace in the race, but it should be able to get control. And I think it's going to give a, a massive, massive sight. 380 to me seems not a bad bet. Um, 
I look at the second and third picks and I, I kind of want to be against him. I, I definitely want to be against Correal. Wasn't sure about his barrier trials. It's drawn the outside and it's going to be well back. So I wanted to be against it. Brooksbyer draws poorly as well. First up for the Waller camp as well. How's the apprentice on going to get back? So, um, look, I can put, put holes in the second and the third pick. Queen Bellissimo, um, probably going to have to sit outside authentic draw. So that might bring it undone as well. So, uh, and per in a way, we get out to it at 750. It should get a good run. So, look, I, I think it could be one I could promote a little bit per in a way. It could be a little bit shorter. But I really quite like Authentic Jewel. Um, it's going to be out in front and hard to run down. Race seven, first leg of the quaddy, the racing and sports razor sharp handicap. Listed race 1,200 metres. Where number four, Waihaha Falls, is a $3.60 favourite. Brigantine, 420. And then a bit of a gap to number five, Sky Command at $9. Dragonstone, 950. Um, a few people talking a bit about Najmati this morning at uh, at fourteen dollars, eleven eleven at thirteen dollars for the Razor Sharp. Yeah, pretty good Razor Sharp. Um, there's some, there's definitely some talent in this race. My heart falls is your favourite, and while it's very talented, uh, I wanted to be against it today, especially that three sixty quota. It seems very very cramped to me. I go back to I look at all its best form. It's over the shorter trips. On wet tracks, so over 1,200 on heavy tracks at Randwick, it was very, very good in the winter. Or if you go back to the prep before, it was over 14, 1,500 on dry tracks. So I don't think the 1,200 on a dry track really suits this horse. Um, so I'm going to play against it. I think Brigantine should be favourite. I think it's the horse in the race with the most upside. I know I had a little bit of a setback. It was scratched from the Golden Rose, but it's been given that time off. Back to 1,200, really nice troll in between since... 53 kilos, maps in a middle draw to get a good run behind it, probably a, a pretty good speed. So Brigantine, it'll be the one I'll keep safe. Sky Command, you know, a lot of money for it. Um, $21 at best price, now into $9. It's by far our worst way, uh, but I'm always keen to be against this horse at 1,200. I think it's an 1,100 metre horse. And another one at 1,200, uh, two starts, three starts back at Randwick. Uh, but it was a really biased track that day and it had all favours. So 1,200 today, I think it'll be too big a test. Dragonstone, 950. I suppose it's getting to good odds, but, yeah, geez, you always got your heart in your mouth with Dragonstone. It just has such a bad racing style. 11-11, you mentioned it. It tried really, really well in between runs. Maybe just a bit of a worry that, you know, it's set to peak um, Magic Millions Day. It's one up there the last umpteen years. So maybe not quite ready today. Najmati... You're probably right. It's fourteen dollars. Um, it just got to the wrong part of the track, too far back, eleven hundred meters at Rose Hill last start. Twelve hundred suits. The draws poorly again, so it's going to be spotting a big, big start. Race eight is the Ingham. Two million dollars. Group two at the mile. I don't know. That, don't know. You need to take too many of these on. To be fair, Tim, there's value everywhere. Riadini's a six fifty favourite. Brutality eight dollars. Huetel eight fifty. A tissue ten dollars. So is Dymill. Reese Jones a big pickup ride for Reese here. Darj run eleven. Long Villas uh, getting a mention or two this morning at fifteen dollars. What do we think about the Ingham here, Tim? Yeah, you're exactly right. Uh, when we get a race like this, when it's so wide in the field, you know, I suppose it's just up to me to, to try and make sure I lay every every single runner in the race and maybe keep one or two safe. But you know, there's no point me you know going top of the market trying to lay seven, eight, nine dollar chances. Um, doesn't really work. 
Um, the one thing I will say, uh, and what I did this morning, is I turned off Riedini when I got in. I think he's the rightful favourite. $57, I think that's his right price. I thought he was very, very good in the gong. Um, he did see he's so wide on a day where he could sit wide, but he absorbed a lot of pressure and he was strong late. And I do think the horse goes better at Randwick as well. So I think he's favoured coming back to Randwick. I think he should be the clear favourite. But look, again, if he was to start a bit shorter, I'll take him on. If he was to get a bit longer, I'll keep him a bit safe. But I think he's the rightful favourite. Second pick is Huaytorum. Well, he's the class horse. He's a Group One winner. Um, he presents here first up in a two million dollar race, and I probably have to oppose him for that um, for that reason, but only a little bit. Um, and brutality, the third pick there at eight fifty, never won on a dry track. So, um, yeah, look a little bit against him. But again, I'm not going to go crazy laying any of these runners. I think there's something there for everyone. You know, I can see does run a, a good chance, even though it's drawn a bit wide. Sunshine Rising was enormous first up. If you don't have any luck from the wide gate, it could be a chance. New Mandate and Long Villas both really, really ran well at their first runs in Australia, so they could have upside, uh, and it doesn't end there. There's so many chances. It's a great race, worthy of the $2 million prize money. Let's go to race number nine. The thanks, Bob and Jack Ingham Handicap. Benchmark 88 at the mile. Nugget, $2 favourite for race nine. Yeah, I was looking to find reasons why I should be laying Nugget today, uh, but I just couldn't really find any of them. He was so good winning at Kembla, and he ran in. He won in fast time. It was actually quite well compared to uh, uh, Rio Dini, um, who won over the same uh, distance on the same day. So I thought that lined him up to run a really big race in the Villiers, but he didn't get start there. Um, so he runs here instead and he maps perfectly from barrier one. I think Zach Lloyd could probably even take it up. There isn't a lot of pace here, so he's going to be out in front. He's going to be the one to run down and all of his dangers are going to be spotting him a start and I'm just not sure that they're good enough to spot him a start and beat him. So, look, we sit at $2. I think that's his right price. If he was to get it, you know, in much shorter than that, then maybe I will take him on, but... Yeah, I think he's very, very hard to beat. He's just about the best bet of the day. Um, Bullfinch, Mahogany, Cisco Bay, second, third, fourth pick. Spoke about him before. They're going to get back and they're going to get need luck. So, look, I'm happy to weigh them. Um, he was, yeah, I suppose, from the inside draw. He, I mean, he was midfield there at Kembla for his um, his run there when he won so well. You, you're sort of, you know, with barrier one, you're sort of half forced to, to, to use that um, other than risk maybe getting bottled in that bit. You've got to use yeah, the barrier sure. to a certain I, degree. Oh yeah, I've got no no doubt they'll be they'll be positive. But um, yeah, I, I don't know who who's going to take this race up. You know, fun okay. fact, fun fact, you know, it's only over sixteen hundred. Fun fact is a, is a leader over two thousand twenty four hundred. Outside of him, I don't see a whole lot of other pace. Dashing Willoughby can show pace, but again, he's a stayer. I think he's faster than most of these nuggets. So. Look, if I was Zach Lloyd, I'd be just taking it up and holding um, holding no prisoners. Yeah, saw the Australian Bloodstock updates and the guys saying uh, terrified of barrier one, but they had the chance to take that out of the equation if they can be uh, a little bit closer. Race 10, last of the day here, benchmark 78, 1,400 metres. Number two, Democracy Manifest, a pretty firm 340 favourite. Yeah, Democracy Manifest is coming a, a bit of a favourite horse of mine. I've been able to successfully lay him a few times. Um, and today will be no different, but I won't be pushing probably as hard as I probably did last start uh, and maybe the start before. 
Um, so sit there as a 340 quote. We're best priced in the market at, at that price. And I think he's a little bit better set up in the fact that he's got a bit of a middle draw. So maybe he can sit a bit closer. And I probably don't, no pot on, on James McDonald, who's been riding the horse, but Nashua Willow is probably the right kind of jockey for this horse. Maybe some need to stand over him and kind of make him take part a little bit earlier on. But no matter what, he's going to be back and he's going to be needing luck and he's going to be doing what Democracy Manifest does. Uh, the second pick, Kanazawa, there's a change of tack to be ridden further forward. Um, so it'll settle a little bit closer and I really like its Randwick form. All its runs at Randwick have been very good, up to the 1,400 suit. So it's the one I'll keep safe. Um, and But I do concede chances to Anakur, who was in the wrong part of the track last time, and Banju, who's honest and races up on the pace. Um, so yeah, Democracy Manifest uh, is a little bit of a lay in the last race 10. You're still a dollar eighty, Fasol. Still a dollar eighty. Yeah, mate. There's no need to go any further just yet. We're still one out at the dollar eighty, so best price anywhere in the market. Good to chat, mate. Hopefully we'll do it again next Saturday. Thanks a lot, Richard. Good luck to the partners having a bet today and put some money in your tab account and take us on. Good on you. Tim Ryan, senior trader with the tab, joins us uh, every Saturday. If it's not Tim Ryan, it's Tim Owens uh, to give us um, the tab's, uh, tab's thoughts on how they might see um, this meeting going today. And that does just about take us out for Racing HQ for today. Massive thanks to always to our, our guests who uh, had joined us uh, along the way and uh, hopefully they've been able to put you in the right direction for a winner or two. Um, getting into some great Christmas racing coming up uh, around the place. Support your local race club. We're, we're at Randwick today. We'll be at Randwick next weekend for the Dece- uh, December Handicap. Another two-year-old race on the day. And then uh, Randwick for the uh, traditional pre-Christmas meeting of, uh, as well. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next Saturday morning at a 6.30 kickoff as always. Hope you find a stack of winners today. Hope you have a, have a great week. We'll see you next Saturday morning, 6.30 start for Racing HQ Saturday. See you soon. Australia's favourite windows and doors. <coughs> Excuse me, i just got to get the door. Jess, can you take over, please? Yep, sure. Australia's favourite windows and doors are available at... Ah, uh, sorry. Now someone's knocking at the back door. Um, how about we let the main voiceover guy take over? Wideline Windows and Doors. Bring over 50 years of producing quality Australian-made windows and doors that bring life into your home. Enhance the feeling of home with Wideline Windows and Doors. Inquire now at wideline.com.au. Exciting two minutes in sports. The very best of U.S. racing seven days a week. Looking at Lee, can't catch, always dreaming, who's the 143rd winner of the Kentucky Derby. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. Sky Sports Radio, with the latest winning info right now on Racing HQ. Good morning, uh, Simon Harrison with you at 10 minutes to midday. My thanks to Richard Haynes, as always, for his contribution on a Saturday morning. And we're about to head to Tarapa, New Zealand, as they load up for the third race. It's not guilty 380. Mr J8 is 480 and Maria Farina is at $7. Tim Edwards won't be far away with best bets for Morfordville. And we'll also get, get some best bets for you for Kembla Grange as well before heading to uh 
Nicole Thomas for the tab movers for Villiers Stakes Day at Randwick. But here's the third race to wrap at. Yeah, slide. He's won the first two races. So he's now single figures. Is Goat de Boone at $8.50, $2.80. And there was that circling of cash around the 12 and show courage just pushing back out. And Green, Green Aon, which is at around that $13 mark. There's the second leg of our early quaddy. And this is the third on the program. And the Brooklyn Web Risk Services 1200 rating 75. We'll get back to George. Thank you, Brendan. As they continue to load away here, this is the third on the card. Tiyanko all the way so far today, winning the first two on the uh, program. With uh, Trobriand and uh, Wild Ninth. They're represented by Cote Boone in this. Same MO. Mark Walker, OP Bosson. We're almost set now. Last couple to come in. Mr. Universe about to load up here for Bailey Rogerson. Favourite is seven. Not guilty at 380, 180. And now Maria Farina will be the last one in. Mr. J8 has drawn the inside gate. Blood Warrior is set. Maria Farina about to complete the load up. Stand by for the start. The Broker Web Risk Services 1200 are go. And first away, Blood Warrior to lead out. Uh, right there, not guilty. Green Aon heads forward as well from Show Courage. Lin Jung Hero came next and then followed back in behind those as they settle down is Mr. J8. Uh, just in front of it, not guilty. Uh, then followed a length and a half away. Next is uh, North of Havana. Impreza settles back behind midfield, followed by Funtonic, Mr. Universe, Maria Farina. Then came Mercurial and last of all is Cote de Boone. 700 metres left to run. Pacemaker Green Aon leads by one length from on the outside show courage a length away blood warrior not guilty in a nice spot fourth one off the rail followed by Lin Jung hero impressor mr. j8 got away from the rail he's a danger from there only four lengths off the leaders in thing followed back in the field now by Alice Tinker with them north of Havana Funtonic Mercurial coat the boon mr. universe and Maria Farina poking up along the inside homeward bound 250 to go green a on the one to catch mr. j8 out in the center out wide Mercurial running on not guilty Lin Jung hero it's still green a on over on the inside, Mr. J8 coming after it with Mercurial, Green Aon, Mr. J8 out wide, Green Aon still in front, Green Aon for the wizard Todd Mitchell, second photos between on the outside Mr. J8 and Mercurial and then not guilty, in behind those then we had Lin Jung Hero, Impreza, Blood Warrior, Maria Farina, Cote de Boone, followed by North of Havana, Funtonic, further back in the field then as they went across the line would have been show courage from Alice Tinker and Mr. Universe will be last. For Green Aon, now Warren Kennedy paid fourteen fifty and four sixty eight. Mister J eight two ten and eleven Mercurial at four dollars and seventy cents. Snitzel, former Hong Kong galloper, and Warren Kennedy has led all the way. Mister J eight was storming home, but will miss. Green Aon, Mister J eight Mercurial, not guilty. That'll be the first four players here in the third on the card, and. Uh, owned by Todd Mitchell, trained by him. And well done to him too. A great training feat here with the former... 4, 8 and 11, the numbers there from Tarapa. South Australian Racing is at Morfordville today and Tim Edwards joins me now for Best Bets. Tim, good morning to you. Yes, good morning, everyone. And uh, what have you made your best in Adelaide, Tim? 
Okay, so we've got a couple here today. In Morphaville, it's a hot day in Adelaide today. We're going for a top of around 35 degrees. So, look, we're making the best bet on the card, race nine. Uh, number seven, Smoke and Val. I think this is really her race to win today. She hasn't won a race for over 12 months, but uh, this race certainly looks suitable today. She gets a three-kilo claim. She gets an inside barrier draw. I think she'll just sweat on the speed up front, and I think she'll get over the top to win here. So race nine, number seven, Smoke and Val is my best bet at Morfordville. Um, the value bet on the program, I think it's race six. Uh, look, I like a horse here called Fox Gem. He's drawn barrier one. Don't expect him to lead. He probably sits third, fourth defence. And um, his last run at Strathalbyn suggested he's ready to win again. He's got the inform Ellis Wong riding as well. He will take the three kilos off. So I think he's really well placed to win race six at around that $8 price. So uh, race six, number six, Simon. And in the last event, race nine, number seven, are my two plays of the day. Thanks very much, Tim. Good calling this afternoon. Thank you. There he is, uh, Tim Edwards there. And Luke Marlowe won't be too far away with best bets for Kembla Grange. We'll aim to get to Luke right on midday, so five minutes from now. At Tarapa, it was 4, 8, 11 and 7 ran fourth there, which was not guilty. 4, 8, 11 and 7. Now is the time to get into Totally Workwear Rydalmere for all your summer workwear gear. We stock the best brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD and Steel Blue and the biggest range of shirts, shorts, boots and high vis. Check out our lightweight workwear, just what you need to keep you cool this summer. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Rydalmere, 279 Victoria Road. Your one-stop summer workwear shop. The typical Aussie way of cooking meat is if it looks cooked, it probably is cooked, right? Wrong. When cooking meat, it's all about bringing the right amount of heat, especially if you want to avoid food poisoning. And the easiest way to check that meat is perfectly and safely cooked is to use a meat thermometer. To check the safe temperature for whatever kind of meat you're cooking, just head to the Food Safety website. That's foodsafety.asn.au. A message from the Food Safety Information Council. Get ready to strike gold this summer. The Golden Greg Summer Carnival returns to Albion Park with five action-packed weeks of feature racing. Staged from December to February, the Golden Greggs will see the nation's best sprinters and stayers chasing glory this summer. Highlights include the return of the Queensland Flame, the Group 1 Gold Bullion offering an incredible $300,000 and the all-new Q Gold feature night for our state's best chasers. Queensland is racing. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. Having a look uh, at the look at the uh, the Jockey Challenge markets uh, for today, uh, for Royal Ramick, Brenton had dollars at $1.55. Any other jockey is at $5.50. Nashville Willer at $6.50. And uh, Rachel King there at 14 For Sandown, Craig Williams says three fifty. Ethan Brown, four twenty. Any other jockey is at $5.50. $9 then for Matty Cartwright and Dan Stackhouse. Illegal Farm, James Orman is two fifty, Ben Thompson two ninety, Jim Byrne five fifty, Ryan Maloney at seven dollars. For Morfordville, Lockie Neendorf is the three dollar favourite. Over Jason Holder at four sixty. Jake Tayrock at five fifty. Bar and Vorster Kayla Crowther both at six dollars. Uh, we've got the market up for Kembla Grange. Keegan Latham, the dollar ninety favourite Kembler. Over Mitch Bell, two seventy. Jeff Penzer is at eight dollars. 
Albury today in New South Wales. Uh, Simon Miller is 340. Uh, Nick Suko, 460. Fiona Sandcool, $4.80. And Molly Burke is $6.50. And uh, while we're at it, we've even got the Jockey Challenge market up for uh, the Gold Coast, where Robbie Frad's at dollar thirty over Ryan Wiggins at eight dollars and fifty cents. Sky Sports Radio, it's uh, two minutes to midday. The Australian Women's Health Diary, packed with expert health advice important to every woman. Plus, every diary sold supports breast cancer research. Just $19.99 from newsagents, Woolworths and participating post offices and online at womenshealthdiary.com.au. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. Fixed odds on races 1 to 6 at Randwick, Sandown and Eagle Farm. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back for running second or third on 18 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. We have provincial racing in New South Wales this afternoon at Kembla Grange. Let's take a trackside there. Luke Marlowe, good morning. Good morning to you, Simon. Good morning to our listeners. Great to be joining you from Kembla Grange today. We've got uh, a fine day down here and a good four surface for a big nine event card. Our first race today is only 40 minutes away. And uh, my thoughts on the program, I thought that race two, number two, the novelist, could uh, go to the lead or outside the lead today and, and be hard to beat. I, I thought that trial was certainly good enough for uh, him to be winning on debut, this cult. Uh, he was quite impressive there at Canterbury, the way he uh, showed good late strength to win that barrier trial. I think in this field, he's going to take a lot of beating. So I like him, race two, number two, the novelist, as my standout for the program. The other suggested play for the card, race four, number eight, Miss Lenore. I like what she did last start there at Wyong. I think the step up to 1,400 metres is suitable. Barrier one, hopefully settling just behind the speed. And if the brakes come, I think Miss Lenore in race four, four number eight, can run boldly. Look forward to your company across our nine this afternoon here at Kembla Grange, the first in 39 minutes. Simon? Good on you, Luke. Uh, we'll catch you then. So what we do have uh, is the tab movers coming up for Royal Roundwick shortly with Nicole. Nicole is going to join us in five minutes and, uh, and we'll take a look at those movers. In the meantime, let's take in a replay of an interview from this morning. We heard from uh, trainer Adrian Bott. Gerard's Horse and Hound has now made shopping easier with the online store. The same extensive catalogue, same keen prices. You can place an order online or over the phone. It's that easy all the time, every time. Gerard's Horse and Hound. Let's speak to a trainer and a stable who are in a bit of form at the moment. Talik Lodge, Adrian Bott is joining us for a chat. Good morning, Adrian. Yeah, good morning, guys. Um, must be happy with the way this team is ticking along at the moment. Yeah, certainly. Um, you know, things are things are falling into place at present. A couple of nice uh, progressive types that have found a bit of form, and you know, hopefully they can continue to hold that over the summer for us. And it's that time of year, Gay. I'll be doing the studs and looking at all these magic millions, uh, uh, babies, as long as, as well as yourself. Yeah, it's um, yeah, and also getting the getting the magic millions horses themselves ready. Hopefully, a couple of nice uh, two-year-olds can sort of put their hand up and um, get themselves ready for the race. So. I mean, interesting time here producing those young ones. 
Yeah. Uh, you've got one today, the little pumper. He's trialling well. What do you make of him? Yeah, he's, he's been pretty professional in, in both his trials. Uh, it's been a sort of bit of a, a target race that we've had in mind for him for a while. So he's had a had a good foundation leading in, into this. Um, obviously, just giving away a bit of bit of race experience there, but uh, a lot to like about what he's what he's done in the trials, particularly this one. I thought he was thought he was very good to the line. Uh, just the, the manner in which he sort of relaxed and travelled throughout the race um, showed a good turn of foot. And you know, I thought he beat home a pretty handle, handy stable mate in that trial. So uh, I think he's a, a nice horse for us going forward. Okay, um, is he Magic Millions qualified or? Uh, no, he, he, he no. won't be. Um, we, we'll, we'll probably try and keep him around early oh, on. Well, obviously, I'm, I'm, a silly question being an English race. Um, three pronged attack in the two million dollar of the Ingham. The surf dancer, geez, one tough customer. He has been. Um, you know, I haven't found a reason for him to be, uh, you know, pulling up stumps this campaign just yet. He's he's bounced out of each run. Yeah, he's been very honest in in each occasion. Uh, I've certainly been able to sort of make a make a case and a genuine excuse for, for each of his runs. So. I feel he's probably been performing better than maybe what the form suggests. Um, he's probably got a bit of a bit of a tough draw to overcome, and, and hands probably forced to to, to roll forward here, here again. Um, he's got that natural speed to do so, and yeah, obviously very very fit at this point of his campaign. So we'll probably look to stick to that pattern with him. So if he can get the right run, uh, expect him to be you know there, thereabouts once again. Maria Dini, he's found his winning form and uh, at the right time too. Yeah, it was so great to see. Um, you know, he's he's obviously had some shown good form throughout his career. Um, you know, it just hadn't quite hadn't quite got the win for us. So I, I'm hoping he takes a lot of confidence from from that particular win. He's he's just looked excellent in his in his work, uh, just within himself. He's he's thriving at present. So um, these these are the two races that we had on the radar for him. Uh, so he's had a nice a nice build up, and, and the race sets up nicely for him. Um, probably looked to ride him in a, in, in a similar manner to, to what he did at, at Kim Lagrange. That's sort of been the, the pattern for him throughout the campaign. It seems to be working well for him. So um, he's, he's in great shape and, um, you know, can't fault him going into the run. Dajran, he's uh, always promised to get to this level. He's a nice horse. Uh, obviously, dry is the key to him. Yeah, certainly. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was an excellent win there last start. And, and, and you quite rightly said we've we've always sort of, expected a lot from him and he certainly promised a lot so um you know it was good to see him deliver on that on that promise there last start i thought he was probably the one out of the three going into the race with the most uh improvement uh just you know particularly in his in his fitness there he, he was um first up in that race so he's he, he's come on nicely for that um obviously got another another tricky draw but he's he's down the weights there uh, rachel's had a bit of experience with him with him before and um he could be the one with the most upside going going in and, and going forward. So, um, you know, hoping this will tell us a lot more where he may end up in, in, in the autumn, but, um, you know, certainly hoping to see a, a, a big run from him. Uh, one runner at Sandown, race three, Russian Ronnie. It was easy work winning at Bendigo last time. Yeah, it was excellent. Um, really, really good win at the at the mile there. So he dropped him back slightly in trip, but uh, I don't think that'll sort of worry him too much. It was a bit of a... Bit of a sit and sprint there. He got a nice, easy time over the mile, settled it, and just sort of away from him. It was a bit too sharp. So um, I think the 1,400 metres is probably actually a, a good trip for him. Uh, but uh, the, the, the ratings had came up sort of quite strong in that last start. So a uh, nice progressive type, and I'm uh, looking forward to seeing him step up today and handle that class rise. And taking a well-named, uh, written by cult, the novelist, to uh, Kembler in race two. He's a Canterbury trial winner. Yeah, he looked very good in that that trial. Um, pretty pretty natural forward running sort of type. He did everything right and uh, just kept up a kept up a good gallop. So 
Um, looks a nice race for him to kick off. Uh, should you know, should hopefully sort of bounce, show the good speed, and you know I think he'll take um, plenty of catching. He's been pretty straightforward and been pretty ready made all, all the way through. So uh, looking forward to seeing him make his debut. Lovely, Adrian. Are we going to see summer loving at Wyong next Thursday? Wednesday. Yeah, certainly. She she just had a, a nice trial at Canterbury uh, just to keep it ticking over. Um, so she's in she's in good shape. Uh, she'll head to, to that race and, and obviously plan to, to be to take her up to the to the Gold Coast early January as well. I know we're the middle of um, December, Adrian, but I suppose you know some of these autumn horses are back in soon. There've been a lot of sales up north. Of, I mean, we know you had that um, that Melbourne Cup horse. You'd be, I'd imagine, building a nice team of. I know you want to win all the the different races, but I'd imagine there's a pretty nice team of staying types in there at the moment. Yeah, certainly. Um, you know, some, some sort of great diversity in, in amongst them. Um, you know, even a horse like uh, Huya Mal, um, you know, phenomenal form over there in Europe before coming down to, to the Cup and, and things obviously didn't work out in the, in the Melbourne Cup for him, but he's he's back in good shape and, um, yeah, really looking forward to seeing what he can do from, you know, starting afresh and, and um, you know, I think he can be effective over, over a couple of those sort of, um, you know, 2,000 metre weight for age races. So looking forward to getting him back and, Obviously, a mare like Alcohol Free coming down over, over the autumn, and, and looking forward to the spring with her. There's some, mm. you know, some really some quality quality horses coming down. So, yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully, exciting period. No doubt. Thank you, Adrian. Good, always good to chat. Good luck today. Thanks very much, guys. Sky Sports Radio's Racing HQ. Racing, Racing HQ. Everything you need for a winning day. Seven minutes after midday, Nicole Thomas joins me now to run through the tab movers for this big card at Ramwick. Nicole, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Simon. Right, let's take a look at uh, what's happening with the uh, the movers for Royal Ramwick. And the first race is only 12 minutes away. It's the Arrowfield Stud Highway, which is over 1,000 metres. Yeah, we've got some money coming for number one, Saliri. It's uh, $4.40 in this market, and it's in from about four sixty this morning, so good support for it. But um, the one that was money for all week is uh, Penthouse number 17. It's into $6, the money drying up somewhat, in from about the eight fifty quote, so still a shortener. But one I like the money for today is I'm Not Slew, number 15. This is into $7 from eight fifty. So I'll go with I'm Not Slew as our market mover in the first. I'm Not Slew, the push there, race one, race number two, uh, is the Bobbingham AO Midway. It's over the mile. Yeah, the favourite Excelidus number one has just been solid at that $3.20 quote. But there is some decent support for floating today. Number three into $3.80 from four overall. And King Rattel, number four, this is the best mover in the race. $10 into $4.80 overall. So let's go with King Rattel as our mover. King Rattel, the push there, race number two over to the third, the Jacking of Mayo Handicap, which is over 1100 Here's some money for Sacrimony, number three, into $4.80. But the one the punters really like here is Iona Merck, number 16. It's into $3.70 and we opened a much bigger price, Simon, about the $9 quote. So Iona Merck, a very good move here in race three. So that's in the third race there. Over to the fourth event, the Max Brenner Christmas Cup over 2400 You've noticed some good money come for Rondino. Some good recent support for number 10 in this race. 460 into 440 today. The early money horse in this race was Dr. Drill, number one, into sort of 550 from about the $7 quote. But with all that good recent support for Rondino, I'm going to make 10 the market mover. So that's in the Christmas Cup there, race number four. The English Nursery for the two-year-olds is race five, over 1,000 metres. 
Yeah, I've got a good move for a roughie here. Bold Julius number two. It continues to shorten up today, $23 into 17 and we open Bold Julius a much bigger price, about the $51 quote. So don't ignore that move. But the one I'll make the tab mover is the favourite for Seal. It's number eight. Despite drifting today, one about $1.65 out to $1.80 is in from about the $2.60 quote. So for Seal goes in as our tab mover. So for Seal there, the push in the nursery. Now over to race six, the West's group MacArthur handicap is for the Phillies and Mayors over 1200. It's a good betting race because there's money for a few runners here, including Brookspire, number one. It's into the $5 quote. Barossa Rosa, number two, slight specking as well. But Authentic Jewel's probably been one of the most popular runners, number four, $3.90 and solid today. If you're looking for a roughie, twice as special has shortened up. But we're holding plenty on Authentic Jewel, so number four, our tab mover. So number four, Authentic Jewel there, that's in race six. Race seven kicks the quaddy off and it's the razor sharp handicap over 1200. There's two very good moves in this race. One is for the favourite Waihaha Falls, number four. It's into three sixty, and we opened about $4.80, so an excellent move for the favourite, but don't ignore Sky Command number five. Punders really like this one. It's into $9 Sky Command, and we opened about $19, so it continues to shorten up. That is a good move at odds for number five, but Waihaha Falls number four, the favourite, is our mover. Waihaha Falls there in the Razor Sharp, so that's race seven, horse four. Over to race eight, this is the Ingham, uh, the Villiers, the Group 2 over 1,600 metres. Yeah, really good move for Diamil, uh, number 14, into the $8.50 quote. And Diamil here moved in from a much bigger price here in race eight. I think we opened about $21, so that is a really good move into that $8.50 quote. And going down to another mover here, and Riadini is probably the best back runner this morning, number six. is into six fifty from an opening $8 today. So let's go Riadini as our market mover in the feature. So Riadini, the push now, $6.50 favourite there in the Ingham, uh, number six. Over to race nine, the Thanks Bob and Jack Ingham handicap, a benchmark 88 over the mile. Yeah, Nugget is the favourite, number one, and it's drifted out to $2 and $2 into $1.90 this morning. So the money is starting to come for the favourite. Other ones that have been back, Cisco Bay, number four, specking during the week, a $9 chance. And Jojo was a man, number seven. It's now into $12 and we opened it up a huge price. Mahogany down the bottom, some specking at the eight fifty. But let's go with Nugget, the favourite. Good money, just recent support into that $1.90 quote. So Nugget there in the ninth and over to race number 10. The PFD handicap is over 1,400. Yeah, race 10 here. We've got a very good move. Well, Democracy Manifest, I'll mention it. It is the favourite. It's just drifted out to $3.40 today. Anna Quir, number 12, has been well backed into $7.50. But our tab move is going to be Kanazawa, number 13. It's into $6.50, Kanazawa. And it's in from a huge price. We opened this about $19. And just today, it's gone from about $9 into that $6.50 quote. So Kanazawa is the one in the last. 13, Kanazawa, the push there in race number 10. What was the best at uh, Ramwick, Nick? I'll go for Seal. Despite drifting today, it's still been a very nice move into that $1.80 quote from 260. So that is race five, number eight for Seal. Thanks, Nicole. Now we'll get you back up for the Sandown Movers on the back of this first at Ramwick. Lovely. Sounds good, Simon. They're in the yard at uh, Ramwick. Let's take an update. Start your weekend with Racing HQ, 6.30 Saturday morning.
And just note the missing rider for Tommy Berry and the last has just come through, Rachel King. Rachel King now takes the ride on High Court. And just note in the first, Mickey D is the rider at number 20, Demetas. Originally, Rachel was listed and then there's been a subsequent change. So, Mickey D on number 20. Prices for the highway. Number one, Solero, favourite at 460. Limited reality, 23. Extra flash, 10. Just strolling at 21. Pretty Woman, $9.50. Proverbial at 17. The Storm in Me, 41. London Gal, 23. Diamonds Galore, 51. Little Profit, 26. I'm Not Slewell in the Market, $7. Was $9.50 this morning. Miss Arizona, 61. Penthouse, $6.00. Has been a bit easy in the market today now, well, in the last 10 minutes. And the Clifton Springs price at 19 Demetas $13, and Tai Lung at 31 So there hasn't been a great deal of activity in the first. So Liray, number one, is the favourite at 460 It's over 1,000 metres, and you've got six minutes to get set. Solire is where we start. Number one, Nashra Willer on for Cam Crockett. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Nothing would worry him. You wouldn't think he'd need them, need them ear muffs the way he's just strolling around in the yard here. He's five weeks in a, in a trial since, an easy trial since being very impressive, I must say, winning at this track and distance, um, finishing with a big sprint. So he's up three kilos now, but still obviously good enough. Holding his condition very, very well. I actually really like the trial at Musterbrook. He wasn't asked to do anything. He ran through the line really well. Bucko was obviously very, very happy with the way that he tried and his win here last time out was outstanding I thought. Uh, three is limited reality, a stable mate, Amy McLucas. Look, he could improve at big odds here. He didn't run 1400 out last start, it's as simple as that. And he's obviously had his issues. I think back to a thousand definitely suits him on a dry track and um, and Amy knows how to win, ride a highway winner, we know that. He's very, very fresh too, he's up on his toes, he's been bouncing since he walked in the yard. He's got the earmuffs on which is um, to keep him a little bit sedate but he, he is feeling very, very well by the looks of him. Extra Flash number five, Josh Parr, Brett Thompson. Oh, I thought he was very brave, uh, having his first highway attempt sticking on well after a wide run there last time. He maps much better here from the draw and um, brings it back to 1,000 metres here. I reckon if he had to come back that half a length and found the, the horses back in front of him, he sat three wide, he didn't have a lot of luck, but he still had the audacity to chase the line. Had he have found that cover, which I think from that soft barrier today, he'll get the perfect run behind the speed. Josh Strolling, number six, Sammy Clipperton for Brett Kavanagh. Well, we're all talking. I want to talk up the horses out of that Sasu race and this one's just got lost in the in the talk. He's got barrier one here and I thought he did it very tough from that wide draw and he won second up last preparation. Now considering a couple of these other horses out of that race are very short, he's, he's massive odds at $26 just strolling. Yeah and I think that barrier's a big plus too Ronnie. I think he'll just stalk the speed. Um, obviously he had no luck last time out three and four wide and face the breeze but today that's going to be a different story. A pretty woman number seven Tyler Schiller on for Matt Dale. She did enough first up uh, behind Solire to suggest she's right in the mix second up here with the weights more in her favour. No knock at all. Yeah, might have to do a little bit of work from that gate to get up and over, but if it finds a soft enough run, it'll run super. Next is number eight proverbial, Zach Lloyd with the claim. Lou Mary, the trainer at Scone. 189 days off. Uh, look, the trial win at Musselbrook was very, very sharp. Um, just the awkward draw, but it, look, appears in good, pretty good shape. Yeah, it looks terrific in the yard. You wouldn't think that it's had 198 days 
days off. It looks very forward, very fit. Um, on looks, it should bum well. The Storm in me, number nine. Winona Coston for Tim McIntosh. Uh, yep. Uh, well, actually, I went ahead of myself there. I spoke about the Storm in me before, but uh, uh, look, it was... I'll comment on proverbial then. Yeah, the proverbial, look, she she's performed well at this level in the past, although uh, she could be a touch better on uh, softer tracks. And uh, the Storm in me, look, that Musselbrook trial was very sharp. Okay. Corey, uh, looks terrific in the yard, but just we'll probably need a little bit of luck from that gate. Gets in well with the, the claim of Zach Lloyd, but it's definitely going to need a little bit of luck from that gate. London gal number 12, Timmy Clark, Scott Collings. Now, here's one, uh, 40 to 1, and it just hasn't stopped firming. So we know when Scott brings these horses to town, they always run well. She's had two uh, Goulburn trials that are solid. She's a highway winner in the past. Didn't come up last preparation. So just respecting the market move in the stable, I think we should promote her further up the list. Uh, Diamonds galore. Tommy Sherry on for Jeff O'Brien. Yeah, got speed, but this is harder than a benchmark 55 at Naramon. Didn't mind it's win at Naramon, but been over the 800. Um, yeah, I'd prefer others. Little profit. Andrew Atkins, Cole Prosser. Yeah, uh, off a decent spell. The two trials are pretty good, uh, but just off a decent break and short of a best distance. She's been on the toe since she walked into the yard. Uh, now, I'm not slew number 15. Reese Jones for Scott Singleton. Yeah, look, I, I just think he, he's a real dry tracker, as he proved first up. He looks in really good shape, doesn't he? Looking striding out there. Um, I thought it was excellent. Maps well again, and yeah, he's a good each-way play here. Yeah, I think it's the map that um, I'm really happy with. He'll get there, just probably lead, or if he's not leading, be right behind the speed. But yeah, the, the soft barrier is going to be a big help. Okay, 16 had to go back to the stalls. I think it might have had to have some uh, stitching reapplied. Uh, Penthouse number seven, uh, 17 is the next horse we'll look at. Brenton Abdullah, Maddie Dale. Well, she was uh, pretty good in that Magic Million Classic on a heavy track there at Ballarat first up. Uh, she was placed behind in, uh, in secret earlier this year at stakes level. The barrier is a concern, but if she comes out running and gets across, she's got all the form lines in the world to win a highway. I was expecting her to come into the yard and be right up on the toes, but she's walked in like a two-miler. Uh, you look at her form, she's obviously led for the last six or seven starts, but yeah, she's walked in, she's very, very casual, but she's obviously got good gate speed. Uh, Clifton Springs, number 19, Jason Collard, Brett Kavanagh. Yeah, he did it well, winning second up there at Ballina, but uh, he's way up in class here. Uh, Demitasi, number 20. Rachel King replaces Berry. Paul Massara, the trainer at Scone. Yeah, Stable's having a good trot. Uh, he's a lightly raced three-year-old. He's had excuses from that wide draw second up, and uh, he'll relish um, with, uh, sitting off a hot speed and finish off hard. Yeah, that's what I think's the big plus, um, the good speed on paper. He'll be, he's a get-back horse. He'll end up with a nice enough run, but with the tempo up front, I can see this horse getting home over the top of him. And Ty Lung, 21, Brock Ryan for Terry Robinson. He was pretty good at Kembla in that same race. That's the Sioux race. He's got some hope of finishing off hard here. Yeah, I like the way that he runs through the line, this horse. It's the last 100 metres of his race. He really picked up and hit the line good. Um, he's another one. He's going to need a little bit of luck from the barrier, but if he gets massive tempo on, he'll be, he'll be charging late. And Ronnie, we'll get a comment on 16, Miss Arizona, who's just coming back down through the tunnel, Jay Ford, on for Mark Stewart. Yep, Walking in, uh, back in there now, which we can see. Uh, okay, they're first up at Tari, but much, too much to do from the draw here. Yeah, Ronnie's mic uh, might just uh, fix that up. But first, Corey Brown with his pick of the yard. Really don't like number 17, Penthouse. Um, Brenton Abdullah has obviously got his work cut out from him from that barrier. But the, the, for, the form in the horse is going really, really well. This horse was 
listed place last time out, uh, last time in, and it's run last time, run, run third. I thought it was very, very strong. Um, it's forms great in Melbourne. It's better than highway grade, this horse. Yeah, the penthouse. I am 15-1, 17-7, and seven, a very, very hard race, yeah, as you can understand. You can make cases for 10, 12 horses here, but I'm with 15, I'm not slew. Hopefully he can, he's come on from that first up run. He looks, looks beautiful, I reckon, and uh, he'll just map nicely here, and if he runs to his ability, he's in the finish. Uh, Salire, he's got a bit of X factor about him. He's got a booming finish, which he gets an opportunity to produce again here with a bit more weight. And then the stable mates, the three-year-old Philly Penthouse, and a pretty women number seven. 15, 1, 17 and 7, Glenn. Okay, so they are moving forward. Just a reminder, once we've wrapped up this first race uh, at Ramwick, Nicole Thomas will join me again for a look at the tab movers for Sandown. And the Eagle Farm movers will uh, bring to you on the back of that. But here's Darren now for the first at Ramwick. So limited reality goes in. And we've got about four to move up. Demi Tass, the storm in me. Miss Arizona. And a penthouse. Note that penthouse has the black coloured cap on. Of course, Matt Dale's relocated to Goulburn now, so no issues getting his runners into the highway. And he's got a couple of runners here. Pretty Woman with the red cap and penthouse with the black. And it looks as though penthouse is the last to move into the gates now. So for the first on Ingham Day, the first running of the Ingham under the title, $2 million in stakes race eight, and we're ready here in the first. 1,000 metre dash for the highway horses, ready to run. Waiting for the all clear. There it is now. The gates are back and they're off and racing. Penthouse left well from the wide draw. The Storm and Me nicely into stride. Clifton Springs there. Uh, pretty Woman's pretty handy as well from proverbial Tai Lung. Followed by Just Strolling Improving. I'm Not Slew goes forward as well. Then Extra Flash. Further back to Limited Reality. Little Profit. Uh, pretty deep out on the track is London Gallon. The white cap. Or Tai Lung going forward in the white cap there. Getting back a little bit now is Miss Arizona from Demi Tass. Diamonds galore and the favourites last Salire as they turn. So Penthouse wings in front of Clifton Springs. Pretty woman. I am not slew goes into fourth. Followed them by the Storm and me on the outside. A London gallon further back to Extra Flash. Penthouse the leader at the 150. Penthouse two lengths clear from Clifton Springs coming off heels to issue a final challenge. It's Penthouse just in front of Clifton Springs. Penthouse clinging on and Penthouse just from Clifton Springs. Salire rattled home into third. A gap back to Extra Flash than Pretty Woman from Proverbial. Further back to Demi Tash just strolling then Little Profit from Tai Lung. The Storm and Me, London Gal. I'm Not Slew, Miss Arizona Limited Reality and Diamonds Galore pulling up pretty sharply. Okay, so 17 penthouse uh, for Brenton Abdullah. He was favourite for the Jockey Challenge, 5.30 and 2.50. Uh, 19 Clifton Springs, 5.90 and 1 Salire at $2. The fence and came off heels to issue a late challenge in good time as well. They've uh, just run a tick over 56 seconds in the first. And we're just standing by for the judge to confirm it, but I think there's a narrow margin there for penthouse number 17. So... The move to Goulburn already reaping dividends for, for Matt Dale. Penthouse, she's a filly by Capitalist. to have undoubted pleasure. And winning her second race now. 
having run so well in the Magic Millions Classic at Ballarat. Another bound and Clifton Springs probably gets there, the five-year-old. Jason Collard in the saddle for Brett Kavanagh. Kavanagh and Salire coming from right out the back. He was last turning for home and he's rocketed home into third, trained by Cameron Crockett, handled by Nash Rewilla. And fourth goes to Pretty Woman, who was up on the speed. So the placings in the first, 17, 19, 1 and 7. The first leader home. The time is fast, 56.34. It's just outside the class record on this good four track. And they've zipped home in the 33.07. 33.07, the last split. So just the margins to follow on race number one. And uh, here at Tate, 17 Penthouse, uh, paid 5.30 and 2.50, 19 Clifton Springs, 5.90. One Salero, $2 and seven Pretty Woman, fourth. Quinella, 75.10, exact $112. Trifecta, 742, first four, $5,187. And it was a short head, the winning margin, with the second margin to Come race number two at five to one. The early favourite is Exilardus at three dollars and twenty cents. Second margin there, Sydney was a length and a half. Now Nicole Thomas joins me once again, and Nick, this time we're going to run through the tab movers for Sandown. Their first race is for two-year-olds over a thousand metres and due in ten minutes. It is indeed, and there's been some good moves here. So Sarasana is one of them, number eight. It's into five fifty from an opening eight dollars today. The favourite though, Cantalago, number three. It's been back. To, it was 280 into 260. It's just back out to that 280 quote. So only solid in the market now. I'll make Sarasana with that decent move today, the market move. That is number eight. So number eight, uh, the mover there in race number one. Race number two is a benchmark 78 over 2,400 metres. If you're looking for one at odds, accountability is probably the one, number eight. It's been in from a big price. It's now $19. But good money for never again, number four. It's into $7 from about eight fifty, And an Irishman as well, number two. This was popular earlier in the week, an Irishman, into that seven fifty quote. The favourite, Kaituku, just solid at two seventy. So out of those four, I think never again is the best move. So number four goes in as our tab mover. So race two, number four, over to the third race. A three-year-old here, a benchmark 70 over 1,400. Russian Roni, number one. It's a $4 chance now. In from about eight fifty overall. I think it bottomed out about the three sixty quote, but excellent support for Russian Roni. Uh, we've got some money for girl down the bottom, number 11. It's into the $9 quote. A Midtown Boss as well, the favourite. It's into three twenty. There is a little bit of support for the favourite, but the best bet in the race, I think it's Russian Roni. That's number one. Race three, number one, over to race four, benchmark 70 here, over 1,600 metres. He's the real deal, has been backed at odds, number one in this race, so uh, into the $12 quote now. Uh, Artika, the favourite, number 10, it's $3, in from about 3.10, so there is support for the favourite here in race four. And then Oceana Blue is another one, down the bottom, number 11, $12 into $10. Uh, but I'm going with the favourite, Artika, number 10 is our tab mover. So number 10, uh, the mover there, race four, over to race five. This one is a benchmark 100 uh, over the mile. Detonator Jack has been really well supported here, number six. It's now into $1.60 as I speak, in from $1.65 and overall it's come in from about $1.90. So Detonator Jack, hugely popular on the strength of that. Pretty much everything else has drifted with Greenfly next in the market at three forty. But that's the only one they really want. Detonator Jack here in race five. So that's race five, uh, horse number six, Detonator Jack, over to race six. And the first leg of the Sandown Quaddy is for fillies and mares, over 1,400. 
Yes, so you see is our favourite number seven. It's 360 out from 350 this morning with some money for life lessons. Number nine, it's into 460 uh, from about the $4.80 quote. A little bit of money for Bella Reach as well, number eight, and blistering two, number one, into 950. So a very good betting race, this one. But let's go with life lessons, number nine, as our tab mover. Okay, so that's in race six, race seven, second leg of the quarter. Yes, a benchmark 84 over 1800. Two excellent moves. The Cunning Fox is one of them, number 12. This is now $3.20 in favourite. It's in from about the $5 quote, so that is an excellent move for the favourite. Also, Chandon Burge, number 14. This has gone into $6.50, and that is also a big move in this morning, in from about $13 overall since we opened the market too. But the Cunning Fox, that is the best move in the race, number 12. Number 12 there, race 7. Uh, race 8 is the key clean handicap here, over 1400 The favourite's been well backed right and right. Number 10. This was about $7.50. It's now into the $4.40 quote. Kettle Hill, number 13. It's $13 into $8. So it's been met with some support as well. But Riot and Rose is the most popular runner, the favourite, number 10. So number 10 in race 8. Uh, race number 9, a benchmark 70. Closes the card. It's over 1,000 metres. Money for some at odds here. Another really good betting race. Propice, number 13. It's into $10 from an opening 26. Stabler, number 14, was also in from a huge prize into the $14 quote now. And pretty open. Uh, the favourite is a $5 chance, which is sign number 16. And has come in from five fifty. I will note that. But Propice, I think that's the best mover, number 13. 13, the move in the last. And what was the best on the card there, Nick? It's short, but I'll go with Detonator Jack. Pundas really like this one. Race five at Sandown, number six, currently $1.60, Simon. Right, thanks, Nicole. I'll come back to you shortly. We'll look.